You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
understands. We're podcasters. He's a host, baby. Keep him coming, big boy. I'm sorry. Broth, you hate broth. That's Flim Flam. This ain't no comedy show. Well, kind of it. I bought hot dogs. Love it. Love it. Love it. My favorite. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, Mini DDS. Welcome to the program, episode 304. Four, yep. three, four, four. Yes, and you didn't say 20. You didn't start saying yeah, 20. Of course, I'm not. I'm not stupid. <laughs> I learn after three weeks where we're at. Yeah. Uh, 3004, we welcome you into the program. We're having a good time here. We had a nice pre-show conversation. These are my friends that I talk with them. Uh, we literally only talked business stuff for 20 minutes. Because I can't talk, because you don't want to talk friend stuff, because we talk about that on the show. Yeah. We talk business here. That's right. And I had to make a couple of phone calls to talk to doctors. Yep. And uh, were you guys as, now you were you were able to hear the other end of, the, of one of the phone calls when I called and I said, what time is my appointment? Yeah. And uh, she said, oh, it's 11 o'clock. Was it uh, not jarring to anybody like that uh, uh, they knew exactly who they were talking to? <laughs> I, I did notice that. It's it's I mean, I, it's it's caller. It's caller ID. It's not all that shocking. But yeah, but it's still bizarre to go. Oh, yeah. Miss Ray, it's, it's 11 o'clock. Like, you don't need to oh, ask yeah. me my name. I thought they just recognized your voice because you called them constantly. <laughs> this is a, a dentist. So I do not oh, okay. call them constantly. Gotcha. Um, so that is weird. Yeah, I was respecting your privacy and ignoring you when you were on that phone call I see. so garen's kind of uh, well i was standing in fairness i was, right, I was next right next to him at that moment <laughs> it's still a little rude of him <laughs> it's not on garen i don't play i don't blame garen he did once show up at jimmy pardo's house before the new <laughs> that's a good point cool. well now he's gonna show up at my uh, dentist tomorrow at 11 a.m <laughs> no, checking those teeth update by the way it's wednesday it's not tomorrow um <laughs> and then i called another doctor uh and then there's a uh, there's a third situation here uh, a doctor that i spoke to last week to make an appointment and uh, there is um, the woman that answers is always a delight. And I mean, sincerely, a the nicest young lady in the world, like just happy to have a job, like good, good at her job. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Uh, she didn't answer. And this woman had no patience. Oh, boy. And uh, I mean, literally and figuratively. Uh, <laughs> oh, do any what? of those work? Those words work? Um, I guess if- they have no patience because she's turning everybody away. Oh, I get it. And- I, I thought, yeah, it was confusing because I was like, well, if they have no patience ts then they should have plenty of time to talk to you you would think so she was um i can't go into details because i don't want to blow up her spot yeah but it was uh it, it was a it was actually she acted like i was bothering her mm-hmm. and i said no no i i was told to call you in two weeks and she's like no, we have you in april sir i mean like i said right but they told me to call it to come back in two weeks <sighs> like what <laughs> what you can't do that apparently and, she can and I told Danielle, because uh, Danielle also goes to this particular uh, place, I said, I just had the worst conversation. She goes, at that place? Like, because they're always so friendly. Oh, so weird. it was, uh, I don't like it. I didn't like it. Hmm. But uh, uh, I wish I could say what, because then I, I explained why they want me to come back in two weeks. And then I was like, uh, it was, basically, it was like. like you can just say it's the place where you get your asshole bleached. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I've got enough problems with my asshole. I don't need the last thing I need to do is have that look whiter. <laughs> um, Ugh, I'm the one who introduced it. Yeah, I, you're I, an, I, you're, I regret you're, it. You are literally the asshole that brought up the asshole. Um, let's just for just for the sake of saying it, like mm-hmm. I, I 
I was, uh, she's like, well, why do you want to, she literally said, why do you want to come in sooner? I was like, well, they told me to come in sooner mm-hmm. and I want my ear back on. Like it was like that, like crazy. Like, something that's so, urgent. Something that's urgent. Yeah. Like why, why would I want to wait till April if I don't have to? Yeah. You dance. <laughs> that's what I said. You know, when I hung up. Right. <laughs> Not on the air at all. Uh, but we, yeah. But we were on the air. I, Garrett, I, all phone calls to me are show business. Of course, of course. And I'm on the air. You know what I mean? I'm, at any given moment, I'm ready to go. So, uh, you know, give us a call. 501 Rock, 501 Roll. We'll, uh, Speaking of wanting to say something uh, in the moment and then not, and then replaying it in your head a thousand times, I uh, was walking. Uh, Zoe and her friend were volunteering at the at their old elementary school to to set up for this musical review that's happening soon and um so i was walking them down there together and so because we how far a walk we're talking about seven blocks love it go on um and so because we were with someone from another household we all put our masks on we were walking down the street and there was a dad and two young children maybe five and seven or something like that uh walking slowly in front of us and i like they were so far away and yet we caught up to them (laughs) very quickly and then we were kind of walking behind them uh not we weren't going fast enough to just get by them but we were we weren't going to go as slow as they were going right so it was that awkward thing where i was like i'm sorry that i'm behind you but i'm just sort of like i kind of was hoping that they would just step aside and they did but so, so we got masks on. They don't have masks on. The dad is talking on a speakerphone on his cell phone, like as they're walking, and he steps aside and says, "Kids, step aside." And then into his phone he goes, "Yeah, yeah. There's people with masks behind me, and they're making me nervous." I'm like, "Making you nervous?" Like, I, I get that we're at a phase now where people don't have to wear masks any everywhere, and any you know, some people don't. You have, certainly don't on that walk. Certainly not. But it's still like. So we're the assholes. Like, you're, you're making them feel a little shaky. Yes. Why? You and your kids have, are going to come up and take his wallet. Is that what he thought? Is I don't want to fight you. Are you a bandit? from a two year coma and he was just like, <laughs> why are people wearing masks? They're trying to rob me. Yeah. Like, that's bizarre. That is a. It's so, one thing to be like, like, oh, these, these people are like on my heels and it's annoying, but don't make it about the masks. No, the masks. <laughs> what the, the masks the, have the to do with it? Yeah. You guys on his heels may. I, but, but we like, I, I, yes, but we weren't. I know. I know you weren't. I'm speaking for him. Yeah. Let's pretend he's mad about the, these guys are on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but the masks have nothing to do with this conversation. Yeah. This I, anti-vax. That, that's why it. He's an anti-vaxxer. That's why it set me off. Cause it was just like, you brought masks into it because you have a fucking thing going on. Like yes. that, that don't make it about us. And it, it's, it's so weird because the, if the opposite had been the case, he would have had more of a solid argument. Like if they had been wearing masks and we were like storming up behind him with no masks on. Right. And he was like, Hey, these people without masks are making me nervous. I'd be like, you're being kind of a, uh, like a dick and also being like way too like nervous, like way too overly concerned we're about outside, an so. outdoor yeah. area at, at the stage we're at with this whole thing. That's, that would be stupid too, but it would make more sense than what he said. Like you can't be, you're, you're worried. Literally the whole thing that I still feel like two years later, people don't understand is, when you're wearing a mask, it protects everyone around you more than it protects you. Like, yes, it protects you a little, but for you to be protected, the best thing is for everyone else to have a mask. So we are wearing a mask to keep you safer. So to act like we're somehow causing you a problem is fucking insane. You scared him. Is it, is it possible he just doesn't like theater? 
because you guys were doing mass <laughs> no, that, theater. That's very possible. We were, we did have full kabuki makeup on. I forgot to mention that. Well, come on, dude. You should have told us this to begin with. Why do you leave that fact out? Why is my drawer? It's kabuki Sundays. You guys know how it's I roll. just another kabuki <laughs> Sunday. Oh, oh. All right. What? <laughs> so you were in your head saying that you've gone over this over and over and over. Uh, did you then come up with a comeback that you wish you would have said? <laughs> The thing that I, because he was, because he moved right over and, and like I heard him say it as I walked by him, like, and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're just, we got to step aside. Like these, these people with masks are making me nervous. I just wanted to say, that's right. Get the fuck out of my way. That, that was my hot comeback. Oh, and so, uh, so you're taking it right from the Jimmy Pardo's book of uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's, that was really as far as I got with my like, because there's nothing more. Uh, yeah, if I if I sat down and, and worked on it, maybe I could come up with a clever retort. But basically, I just wanted to tell him, I hear you and go fuck yourself. Of course, which is why when you guys mocked me, but when they that person had two masks and I went, go fuck yourself. And you were like, oh, the quickest mind in comedy. Yes, because in the moment, I know that's, I know. that's what you want to say. You no, know, you're absolutely right. It's the same situation. I mean, it's it's less extreme than yours, but uh, it's, oh, I got to make a scene. I got to make a scene in. Yeah. The Whole Foods. And by the way, we've been back to that Whole Foods twice since then. Mm-hmm. And both Oliver and I are like, I hope we see those people. <laughs> like, we, we, want it, we want to see them. Okay, but now that the indoor mask thing is done, what's what's the scene going to be? Because what I've noticed in the last couple of days is that everybody took their masks off. They're like, yay, it's over. We, we're, see, we're still seeing a nice mix uh-huh. uh, where we're going, which is surprising because Marina Del Rey, you know, I mean, that's where that two mask thing happened. Yeah. That's, uh, they, uh, those people couldn't wait to take their masks right. off. So, um, and the movie theater over there is still being very strict. Okay. Very, very strict, which yeah. uh, I very much appreciated. Yeah, uh, that's that's the kind of situation that I I know that they're well ventilated and everything, but I don't want to be in a packed theater with no masks. Like that doesn't seem smart. They were still uh, you got to they were checking the the vax mm-hmm. uh, thing, and then you've got to uh, you got to wear your mask. Good. Yeah, we went to the uh, the um, Cinemark there in the Playa del Rey. Mm-hmm. Saw the Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you, you see did. the Batman? I have not seen the Batman. Did you see the Batman? I did see the Batman. Right. You saw the Batman. I saw the Batman. <laughs> wow. He's a Batman guy. You know that. Yeah. If there's ever going to be a, a comic movie, he's going to go That's see. That's true. That's I'm true. like, you know, I'm not a comic book guy. That's true. That's true. And this this movie is was uh, my son told me that this movie is not a comic book movie. This is a, a, a film noir. Right. It's it's you know it's basically you know instead of Starsky and Hutch, it's Batman and Commissioner Gordon trying to solve a crime, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll like it, Dad. And, and I loved it. Oh, cool. Loved every second I of it. was going to tell you to see it because I had in my head that you weren't going to go. And I was like, this isn't really. I've only heard good things except for from one friend of mine who was like uh, jokingly said like, I, I can't believe he did it. But Matt Reeves found a way to make me fall asleep three times in a Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just saying like then he later said non-jokingly. He's like, I thought I, I did like it, but it just felt like 45 minutes too long. I don't agree with that. I, I didn't feel okay. the time at all. I oh, didn't cool. either. Uh, I've only got one complaint about the movie, and, and who gives a shit about my complaint? And I'll tell it off the air because I don't want to get in anybody's head. Okay. Um, and I won't even say it to you. I'll say it to Garen. Cockrell. I don't want to hear anything else. I'm going to say it to Garen Cockrell. Uh, but should I take my headphones off? We walked out of there. <laughs> we, we all loved it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised because it's like I said, it's been getting very um, good buzz. And the time, like I said, the, uh, like I agree with Garen, the time. It, quite honestly, it could have gone another half hour. I would have been wow. very. I would have been like, yeah, I don't. I don't want this to end. I'm enjoying mm-hmm. this, right? Plus, it's you know, it's time away from talking to my fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of it. I don't have to hear him yeah, rattle on about you, fucking Funko figures. It flew by for you because you're like, oh my god, the peace. Oh, <laughs> by the way, I would be very fair. I don't think my son has talked about Funko figures in eight years. <laughs> 
So you were thinking of your other son, Garen. (laughs) 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 Garen Cockerell. Unbelievable. He lives here in the valley. Um, oh my God, that just reminded me. It reminded you of, right? Did you watch of this? Our, of our guy doing Trump? Holy shit. Just, might be the funniest, the thing about the whales might be the funniest thing he's ever done. Just let him do that. I know. Like, Why do you have to like bend over backwards to work that into a sketch? Just just put him in front of a camera for five to ten minutes and let him just riff. You know, here's what I, almost, I want it to be almost Jimmy Pardo-like in crowd work. Where like, yeah. just shout something out and I'll right. improvise yeah, around yeah. it. I want him, to, him as Trump to just, he walks out and he goes, uh, what's going on? What, uh, give me a, give me a yeah. word. Yeah. And a guy just goes, bananas. <laughs> ah, bananas, don't get me with peels. Yeah. And then have him right. do, because yeah. he cause he can. The, pe- yeah. the peels aren't very fair. They're not being very fair with the peels. They're keeping us away from the fruit. <laughs> right? You, you stand up, you, you slip on it. It's dangerous. Peels are dangerous. They're, they're dangerous. Peels don't, are dangerous. You don't want to bite the peel. Saying. The peel makes your mouth go. Right? I mean, he would be fucking great at it. Let him fucking do it. We'd literally had to rewind it because we we were laughing so hard. Elise was like, I didn't hear the last two jokes of that riff when he was talking about Rihanna and then into the, the whales are very, very popular with the whales. They, they blast their blowholes two to 300 feet into the air. They love me. They come up, they come up to me on the beach and they tell me how much they love me. This is fucking incredible. I also like the, the riff about the hamburger. They did bun and burger. Now they're going to be on burger. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna be, we're I don't want beyond. Of course, if we talk about bread, we talk about we talk about bun. <laughs> we talk about bun. <laughs> we have to talk bun. God damn it, he's good. He is <laughs> funny. But you know who else though was good? I thought was uh, the fellow was doing the Tucker Carlson. I closed my eyes. He did do a nice Tucker mm-hmm. Carlson. My he one, nailed the cadence. My one note it, with that is that Tucker Carlson. I don't think I've ever seen Tucker Carlson actually smile smile that much. And he was but, smiling a lot. But I, I, to me, I got here's how I uh, okay that in my head. Mm-hmm. They're doing this celebration right, show, a, right? But to uh, me, a Tucker Carlson impression should feature the, the frowny face because that's his default face. At, just at some point, although, you know, if you look at a Tucker Carlson from 15 years ago or 10 years ago, he smiled a lot more. I think he's right. he's he's become he's become his dad. I don't know if you watched the thing. His not, dad is a piece of shit. If you, if you, uh, I don't remember the, the his name, but he was like a terrible, terrible local television oh, oh, homo- really? homophobe. Yeah. Oh, sexist. Huh. And then you and then you go, oh, <laughs> yeah. What wow. was his? Because he's in that remember. documentary about the car. Oh, he's yeah, he's in there. Uh, what's Hands that? On a hard body. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the, uh, the the most reasonable word. The trans person starts uh, a car company. The uh, oh god, huh. not the not uh, the sp- sparrow and not transmission. By the way, uh, yeah, right. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I remember seeing that. Is it on Netflix? Oh, it's a, it's a great. That was a great documentary. Great documentary. But he's in that because he was sickened. By yeah. this person changing uh, yeah. sex. Right, right. So I, I watch a YouTube, another YouTube series, uh, Some More News did a whole thing on Tucker Carlson, and they go into his dad, and they, it totally makes sense why he's such a, a goof. Yeah, and a he dick. is a, ho- a horrible fucking yeah. human being, his father. And so is Tucker Carlson, but I mean. <laughs> his name is Dick. Yeah, Dick uh, Dick Tucker. Dick Dick Carlson. Dick Carlson. Dick Carlson. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he was one in L.A., right? It would be pretty ironic if a guy who was anti-trans was named Dick Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Maybe the oh. fastest, funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> uh, he was born in Boston. Yeah, but wasn't he but wasn't he doing TV here? Uh, he got a job working as copy boy for night editor Glenn Binford at the L.A. Times. That's where he started. So, yeah, he worked out here. KT, KABC TV in Los Angeles. There you go. Here we go. Thank you, we, we got there. Got a Peabody Award. What? Uh, yeah, they used the Peabody used to give out a, a, a fuckwad <laughs> trophy. <laughs> Biggest asshole. This, this guy got one. This, by the way, this guy's got his hands are. 
if, if you see any interview with him, his hands are bananas. They're they're <laughs> they're giant. They're giant. They're like catcher's mitts. Both of his hands are like weird. Catcher's mitts. I mean, they must be crazy for you to notice that, because why would you even? It was take distracting. Note of it? Yeah, it was like we can't frame that. We can't frame that above <laughs> his hands. Let's get a let's get a tight head and shoulder on this guy. Oh, I hated him. I hated him, and and, and it, all I thought was. By the way, I did not know it was Tucker Carlson's dad. Okay. And then afterwards, I was like, "Who is this? Fi-? Holy shit!" I so they didn't even up. mention in the documentary that's his. Dad. I don't believe they do, huh. or if they do, they did it a while in. Yeah. Well, he was a pretty. Was he? It seems like he should be a big part of that documentary, right? Uh, he is, yes. Yeah, he targeted G. Elizabeth Carmichael and outed her as transgender, refusing to refer to her as a woman oh, when instructed to by the judge presiding over the trial. The story was popularized in the HBO miniseries, The Lady in the Dale. Lady ah, in the Dale. Right, right. The Dale was the car. That's a really good documentary. Yeah. And I forget, is it HBO Max or Netflix? I couldn't tell you. It's HBO. Okay. HBO miniseries. Hey. Hey, obligatory mention of How to Survive with Daniel and Christine. The guy that did that song was the guest last week, oh, Mike, Henry. Mike Henry. And he told a story about adopting a couple of cats. That was really great. Really great story. I am perpetually three episodes behind on that show. <laughs> it's uh, uh, It was fun. Fun episode. Yeah. Fun episode. I just listened to the Mudslides episode. Me too. Which uh, is, is with, a great episode with Lauren, Lauren Ash. Lauren Ash. Uh, it's a yes. great episode. She tells a Good great story. Good Incredible story. Yes. And, uh, it, it, such an incredible story. It's like, uh, hey, Lauren, you've been on this show. I know. I can't believe it never A dozen times? Here. Especially because she was like, this story is so good that I go to parties and people are like, tell him the... the. She literally was like, I met Daniel Radcliffe and someone made me tell him that story. Right. Uh, uh, but yeah, then but she, she shows up here. It's like, uh, what's going on? Oh, I bought a Twinkie. Spoiler <laughs> alert, though. Uh, it's a topic that uh, you don't like. She doesn't know that. I think she by she, she certainly did not on her first appearance That's here. True. I mean, maybe somebody warned her ahead. Of you time. open with that. <laughs> it's not in the email. It is not in the email. Uh, just uh, bring your own drink and don't bring your dog. If you have a shit your pants story, bring it. <laughs> bring it. By the way, I told the shit my pants story I, at yeah. our first live uh, when we were up above the Seven Eleven. Our first live show. Yeah. I told the story about uh, in my uh, the tennis the tennis Paul. Uh, I don't want to say it. Paul Partica there. I've said it because I probably have already said it <laughs> Right. where he uh, he and I were playing tennis and he, and he uh, said, uh, oh, I'm not feeling that good. And, and then I, I may or may not have said, well, let's finish this match. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I don't know if I can make it. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then it was and I, I, I apologize for this graphic. It was like somebody put a hose down the back of his shorts and it was just brown water coming oh. out. And then years later, you'd go back to the tennis court, and the stain was still there. Oh, <laughs> oh, and, and then, and, and again, watching him, you know, because this, this was in hometown, which yeah. so like, at the end of the day, it probably was a three-minute walk, but it's, you know, when you're kids, it seems like it's really far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching him cross Southwest Highway, uh, which is sounds bigger than it is, uh, <laughs> and then having to go over the couple of guardrails, mm-hmm. and then, wa- you know, walking home, oh. having just done, yeah. Oh. It was terrible. I was, and you know, you know, I'm not a big fan of this kind of. Yeah. You know, I'm. I was on the. I was literally laying on the tennis court, pounding it. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> Poor man. Because it Poor was. Man. I guess as a kid, that is your react. Your, you would react that way today if that happened. Really? Mm. If you if you and I are playing tennis and I go, oh shit, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to make it home, and then and then you see me 
go over one guardrail, yeah. cross a highway, go over another guardrail, trying not to have my legs touch. Yeah, yeah. You well, would you would be doing nothing but laughing. I guess that's probably. probably I don't know. I mean, the second part, yes, but the actual first yeah. part, I would probably just be horrified. Yeah, and and and, and I said on their behalf. Uh, but the reason why I brought it up is because I I think I mentioned on the show before I I witnessed a giant mudslide at my house when I was a kid. Trees going down the street. Oh my gosh! Oh, wow. And uh, our neighbors, uh, they their house was like a little bit higher up than ours, and they had a ravine above their house. Um, they were fortunate enough that uh, when they heard the noises, they came to our house. When we went to look at their house, it was gone. Jesus, it was filled with mud. Wow. How? F- what was the speed at which this was all happening? Well, oh, when when I saw the trees going down the street, it was like like a fast jogger, just uh-huh. kind of like like you could it, it didn't have to work very hard. It just kind of went down. Garrett, <laughs> Garrett, what, what is going on, Elliot? I apologize. That's all right. Whose dog is that? It's got to be the office next door, right? Office next door. All right. I got very concerned. It's going to be our guest if Carl Hartman showing up with a dog. Heads were going to fucking roll. Heads were. Hey, uh, Elliot, I apologize. I That's got distracted right. by the dog. You're talking about uh, somebody's house fell into yours. <laughs> it didn't fall into ours. But so the trees were going by like at at a a, a pace where you could just kind of watch them. Mm-hmm. Right. Go but, down. but that certainly has to be scary. Oh, it was. Yeah, I was like eight, maybe. And we couldn't leave for a few days because the the road was completely filled with mud down down the whole street. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and yeah, when we saw their house, it was like I I don't even know how you. It was just like shock. Like yeah. thank God you got out of there because yeah. it was a it was a two story house. Whole thing was gone, filled with mud. Fuck. I don't know a lot about car insurance. Is that covered <laughs> <laughs> for the house though? That would put that. I mean, I mean, obviously, it all would home. You know, homeowners would cover everything. I don't know. It depends because you have to have special earthquake insurance. So maybe you have to have special. Yeah, you, you have that, by the way, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. If you're in, if you're in like a floodplain or something like that, I think there may be special things, or you aren't covered. Because I hear stories about that. I would think where we were, I don't know when the last time that happened, so it probably would have been covered. And then after that, probably. Then they were you know, like, you know what? Let's. Yeah. yeah. But the one thing that I wanted to say after listening to the episode was that um, for us, it was because there was a fire the season before. Yeah. So there. So yeah. our house did not have that happen because we didn't have any patches of burnt out area. But their house was like where the fire stopped on the ridge. Mm-hmm. So all that mud didn't have anything holding on to it and right. that's why it came yeah. down even though they had a retaining wall and everything it got over the retaining wall so. uh follow up off topic yeah. is that in your shot that bottle <laughs> i mean if i'm on a wide but not not how, the normal shot how often you go to the wide uh when you stand up and do things well, other just, than that no. back where it was. i don't like it over there anymore i like it i, I, I like uh, it there okay i like it there i don't like it over here because there's, there's too much having on the counter <laughs> um that's why i just wanted that to stop <laughs> just kind of wanted to um my uh, and we're going to take a break what's weird is carol tart followed the instructions on the, on the confirmation he arrived early for testing yeah but then he doesn't have to be tested right so now there's he's a big time tv star now he's it's supposed probably... to be 15 minutes of him out there being tested <laughs> and now he's sitting here uh, fucking up our show <laughs> he's he's coughing he's being very quiet with the cough. He could have been out there getting tested right now, and I don't have to panic about him going on and on and on about this mudslide, knowing <laughs> that Carl Tart, like you say, big shot, it's, right? It's, Grand crew, he's here. Yeah. He's taking time away from the GC. <laughs> 
Sure. Yeah. You never, the thing you don't want is when a big time TV star comes in, he's, you don't want him walking in on like an, a story about a mudslide. That's just kind of embarrassing for all of us. Like that's what you're bringing. Like that's what he's, that's his impression of us as a, as a, as a crew. If I well, may borrow his show's term. Well, luckily he's been, he's joined us before on zoom. So he knows that, yes, that's exactly the shit that we do. <laughs> yeah. But he's also from comedy bang bang. And you know, we, that's not what we do. You know, I'm not going to go into character here. No, that's true. I mean, I do go into characters from time to time, but uh, <laughs> not when I got a guy that does actual characters here. Right. Uh, all right. Carl Tart is here. He's early. It's uncomfortable. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of somebody arriving early. I think he's right on time. We started late. Nope. He uh, He's early because he's not get, being tested. Right. No, I mean, but he came at the time he was told to be here because... We just assume Carl has done nothing wrong is what we're saying. Yeah, like he Carl's done nothing wrong except decline being tested. (laughs) (laughs) He's we I mean I guess he didn't decline. What's that? He didn't decline, he had just already been. When were you tested, Carl? Friday. Friday. Friday? Get your fucking nose out there and swab it. Holy God, no, of course. Uh, all right, well, listen, yeah. Carl Tart is here. He doesn't have the virus. We just learned about it. Friday, he had uh, the swab up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my. I did mine late last night. I uh, mm-hmm. Full disclosure, completely forgot. And just... Uh, Even oh, after we sent our... Uh, I didn't. I wasn't looking at my phone. I was yeah. busy, uh, you know, participating with my family and not with my device. Mm-hmm. Um, you were in the Batman. No, no, that was, that was during the day on Saturday. I oh, gotcha. Uh, yesterday we were watching, uh, you know, we'll talk about it when we come back. Uh, okay. uh, uh, all right. Carl Tart is here. He's got, uh, the, uh, the grand crew. This is the new show, which is, uh, rapidly becoming our, our family's favorite show. It's great. We love it. My yeah. family, Oliver loves it. We have not seen this week's cause here's what we do. Carl, this is what we do. We say, because there's really nothing on Mondays. Mm-hmm. So then we save it for Monday. We watch it on Monday uh-huh. nights for the previous week because there's nothing we watch jeopardy and then here comes grand crew and don't think that when it wasn't on during the olympics that didn't confuse the shit out of us <laughs> wait they still showed it they did not that's what i'm saying oh, that's, yeah yeah because i was thinking i thought everything was preempted yeah but we were like why because we here's what happened on, on a monday the monday just coincidentally after the olympics yeah. we said oh we're way behind on grand crew we probably have three or four of them oh, and there was one of them right and then it was like oh they didn't do it during the olympics so wait you didn't see the vineyard episode I have not seen the Vineyard okay. episode. Full it's disclosure. Great. Have not seen one second of this show. <laughs> I just, I, I haven't either. I just hoped that there was an episode about a Vineyard. There's got to be a Vineyard. They don't <laughs> shut the fuck up about wine on that show. It's always somebody pouring something. Um, it's a great show. If you're not watching it, in all seriousness, yeah, it is terrific. And uh, we're going to watch it tonight. And uh, Oliver is a big fan of it. And that's what matters in our house. If the kid likes it, uh, we're good to go. Um, although he'll tolerate stuff that he doesn't like because he's a good kid. Nice what's, a, what's the show that he watches grudgingly with you guys? It's a good question. Grand Crew? <laughs> <laughs> there, there is one, but I'm not comfortable saying it on oh, the air. it's going to be hurtful to someone. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it would be hurtful to someone either way, but yeah. someone that you may know. Uh, yes. Okay. Um, so that's, uh, it, it, it's Conan on TBS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good news. I got canceled. Good news. It's off, son. Uh, all right. We'll be back right after this. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something, and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson <laughs> doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now. 
to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners know that you love the I opera. I want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Yeah. Ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet, I mean, what other? Are you, are you at the wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people. I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun? It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, that's a good point. Yeah, why are they? Yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now listen. This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 3004 carol tart is here He's taking time away from his hit television program, Grand Crew, which, as I said, is uh, it's, it's rapidly becoming our family's favorite show. We uh, we like Carol, and you're wonderful on it. Thank you. Yeah, I it know. is really, really great. Um, I, and that's all I have to say about it. It's great. <laughs> I appreciate. Thanks that. for coming in. Thank you for having me, <laughs> Carol Tark. Everybody, um, <laughs> I got my start right here. My Stark, right here. Uh, Jason Stark from ESPN. That's who you're referring to, correct? <laughs> Uh, you are wearing a Dodgers hat. Mm-hmm. Did we talk? But you had a Clippers uh, sweatshirt, and then you've got a basketball podcast called the Flagrant One. Yes. Um, you wear a lot of, uh, I think, Clippers as well as Dodger hats on the program. Mm-hmm. 
Are are you a Dodger fan? I am a Dodger fan. Through you bleed blue, bleed blue. All right, in both ways. I'm a Clipper fan too. Clippers, you, you, but you don't care for the Lakers. No, I do not care for the Lakers. What, what bothers you? You don't like the colors. You know what, man? <laughs> it, it it okay. I'll, I'll tell you. It started when I was a kid. So I'm from Mississippi originally, but I grew up here in L.A. Right. We talked about this last time. I and when I first got here, I was in the Big Brothers Big Sisters program. And when you would do fun things in that, you know, maybe. When I, like I won a three point shooting contest. It was a, on Saturdays they would get all the kids together at Jesse Owens Park, down in South Central, and we would do like mentor day, mentor mentee day, where all the kids were in the same place. And you know, at the end of the day, they go, "Okay, we got tickets to games." So the first the first sporting event I ever went to was a Kings game. I went to Kings Canucks in 1999. That was the first game I ever went to. Oops. And then another time I won a three point shooting contest. And I won two tickets to a basketball game. They didn't tell us what the basketball game was before they, you know. Yeah. And then we got the tickets, and it was like Clippers, Wolves. Now, at this time, I'm young. I'm like eight years old. I don't know basketball like that. I know Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I know the NBA on NBC theme song. The John, <laughs> the John Tesh banger. But you're also, you, you, you say you're eight years old. You're hitting three-pointers at yeah. eight? Yeah. Yeah. I'm listening. Go ahead. <laughs> and so I, I was like, oh, great. I get to go to a basketball game. Mississippi, we don't have that. I went to my cousin's high school game. How'd that go? Before it was what? What? The basketball game? Yeah. How'd it was you, great. Your cousin's game. Oh, the, the, my cousin's game was great. She was great. It was a girl's game. <laughs> yeah, you know, 1990s <laughs> women's basketball. <laughs> Still a pass. Thank you, though. <laughs> Small town Mississippi women's basketball. Uh, but I, uh, I went to, I, I won the tickets and the kids laughed at me. Now, keep in mind. These are the poorest children in Los Angeles. <laughs> like, and they're like, oh, the Clippers. Oh, I don't even want to go to that. I don't even want to go. And it's like, you'll probably never get a chance to go to a professional sporting event. <laughs> right. Like, there's a chance that you'll never be able to go into an arena and sit in a nice seat or anything. Right. But you're laughing at me. And so I didn't know what was going on. And then I went to, I went home and my mom's boyfriend, who was not my father, and uh, great guy, by the way, my dad's brother, I mean, my, my brother's dad. <laughs> my brother's dad, my brother's father. Yeah. And he also, he's an L.A. native, huge Laker fan, grew up in the 80s, just roasted me <laughs> right. for mercilessly. Still does to this day, honestly. And he was, and, I, and you know how when you are as a kid, I don't know if, if any of y'all are the child of a divorce or a new step parent or anything. You ain't my dad, bro. Mm-hmm. My dad will kick your ass. <laughs> my dad was in the NFL. He'll come over here. He, like, like, So I'm like, oh, whatever you're into, I'm doing the opposite. And so I went to that game. Right. And I believe the Clippers might have started off 0-16 that season. And this was the first game they won. And you're there. And oh, I'm there. Wow. And the, the arena is fairly empty. Like, it's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a lot of fans of the other team. But it was the Wolves. So they didn't really have that many fans in was L.A. It, at that time. Was this after they moved in the Staples Center or was it still? This was Staples Center. This okay. was 99, 99 season. Yeah, okay. And uh, they, it, it was, you know, immediate, I mean, the Staples Center holds, what, 18,000? It was probably 12,000 people there. Mm-hmm. And I, they won. I had a great time. Like, they gave me a T-shirt. <laughs> and also, at that time, the stars on the team were Quinn Richardson, Darius Miles, Elton Brand, Lamar Odom. You would see these guys around. Quinn Richardson and Darius Miles would be at high school basketball games and stuff because they were young. They were 18, 19 years yeah, old. Yeah. And you'd see them at the Fox Hills Mall, and they'd dap you up. I never saw Shaq and Kobe, <laughs> <laughs> but I saw I saw them. Right. Yeah. And it just kind of became an identity thing back then mm-hmm. where I was just like, I'm a root for this team. 
and I would always have to pick a playoff team. So when LeBron came in the league, I was a huge LeBron guy. And I've always been quiet about my Clipper fandom until as of recent. <laughs> but, like, because you have to be here. Like, I wasn't walking around every day like I do now wearing something Clipper. <laughs> but back then, you had to be quiet about it. Like, oh, yeah, I, well, I, I kind of root for the Clippers. <laughs> like, I like the Clippers. But I'm, I'm almost, I'm, 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 I'm a, a player fan, you know? So, like, <laughs> you had to be a, a player fan. So, when LeBron came in, I was like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to root for this guy. Wherever he goes, I go. So, I was a Cleveland guy. I was a Miami guy. Mm-hmm. Back to Cleveland guy. And then he joined the Lakers. And this was off of 10 years of Laker supreme mediocrity. And I was like, oh, this is different for me. I bought a T-shirt. It didn't say Lakers on it. It said LeBron, but in the font mm-hmm. to troll. Because, of course, day one Laker fans was like, he ain't, he ain't a Laker. He ain't real. He's a mercenary. Who is real on the Lakers? Dude. <laughs> Or, yeah. any, or really any team. I mean, the, the professional well, players. You're yeah. mad. Again, you're, people get mad. You're, I, I always say, you're mad at clothes. Yeah. <laughs> you're literally, you're, you're, oh, it's a great day. The uh, the Cubs lost and the Sox won. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You're mad at, 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 at a pants and shirt. It, it, it's annoying at times and it's also fun at times. Yeah. I, get, I get the love of sports. You know, I, I understand it. This rivalry that hasn't really ever been a rivalry because right. the Clippers were terrible and the Lakers were great. And then the Clippers got good. I wouldn't say great because we couldn't get over that championship, huh? Mm-hmm. But the Lakers were terrible. And then we finally matched up at the same time, and the pandemic happened. We, right. Like, the universe won't allow us to <laughs> have a rivalry. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was supposed to be the year. And then you get the bubble, and the bubble's a complete mess yeah. and trash. And, like, you got T.J. Warren scoring 50 points a game. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> He's not you, that. By the way, you could be making up names and numbers. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, Are you not a sports guy? I'm a baseball guy. Baseball, yeah. yeah. What's going on with that, man? I, this Dude. was going to be the season where I was going to do the tour. I was going to go and see some parks. Is that right? I wanted to. I really did. Yeah. supposed to be going to, to Boston with the Doughboys in May, and I'm – praying that they got i think by may you're gonna be okay yeah um i dude i've I've never been more depressed than this last two weeks where they just keep saying well we just had to cancel these games and then today or yesterday when the the players came back and and gave a proposal and then they walked out like the uh the the owners were mad at the players like shit we're gonna lose another eight games and like it's bumming the fuck out because i literally have no hobbies i have this mm-hmm. which i do that's my job mm-hmm. which i love doing and then i watch baseball and if you take that away from me and then fantasy baseball it's like i, I, I you take away six months of my hobbies yeah <laughs> yeah so I, I i am bummed by all of this it's bum it's bumming me out too because I, I was really excited i was like oh i can finally kind of afford to do this thing right i want to yeah. go check some places out plus you're a big shot from television if you show up you could throw out the first pitch Oh man! You could sing the That's national true, anthem yeah. if you've got a nice voice. That I, I could sing a Carl, a Carl Lewis national anthem. Well, you, you don't have to screw it up. I think <laughs> I, I would like to see a, you. Got a, you must have a beautiful a voice. Roseanne. I do okay. I do okay with the national anthem. No. I think you know, I don't know Whitney. <laughs> well, no, nobody is. Um, you uh, you could certainly throw out the first pitch. Absolutely. That that that's a goal of mine. That's a. I, I do want to do that. It's done. Have somebody from the network call. You're yeah, in. Get, get the I've thrown out the first pitch. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. <laughs> right there. Oh, wow. Uh, twice. I've done it twice at the White Sox games. That's it. And if they're letting this asshole do it. <laughs> now, are you Cubs or White Sox? I see some. I'm White Sox. Wait, okay. Yeah, that's the old White Sox logo, that's right? That's the, uh, yeah, yes. the uh, 70s uh, White Sox. Those, they, jerseys, they, those jerseys were hard. Dude. I don't, I don't, I'm so sick of the black and white pinstripe jersey. Now, that Southside jersey is a banger. Oh, the Southside one, yes. I was going to buy it. But what's the guy's name? Hamilton? 
Billy Hamilton. Billy, I was gonna buy his jersey, uh, and I, but I, they, it was sold out. All the city editions were sold. Because the Billy Hamilton, uh, he became like this uh, folk hero because uh, he had like two great games in a row. Uh, people don't play fantasy baseball apparently in Chicago. Billy Hamilton's not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but he had two great games. And he was, and I, I've always loved Billy Hamilton because he has fun. You see him in the dugout and he's enjoying himself. Wait a minute. It's not Billy Hamilton. Who is it? Anderson. Anderson. Is there an Anderson on the team? Who's number seven? The black dude. Oh, yeah, Tim Anderson. Yes, Tim Anderson. Oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah, I was going to get his jersey. Oh, yeah, those probably sold out in, in yeah. seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's a beautiful jersey for that City Series. I don't think I've seen it. Uh, Boston had the yellow, the weird yellow ones for the City Series. The mm-hmm. white, the Cubs had a cool one. The White Sox had this really cool really one. Really cool. Where they had like, it was just like, they weren't the jerseys. They mm-hmm. they were brand new right. costumes. For yeah. lack of a better word, I don't know. The NBA was doing that too with the city edition. They still got the city edition. Yeah, yeah. Well, that started a few years ago, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, this year's city editions. Every team, because it's the 75th anniversary, every team took an uh, element from each era of their jerseys. Oh, oh. Wow. so every team has like okay, like the, the Clippers one is is like powder blue from San Diego. Yeah, the the cursive font that they had for the years in the early years in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. The number is from the San Diego jersey. There's a B on the side for Buffalo. Like, it's really cool. Awesome. Nice. I saw the Clippers in 1996. What was the name of the venue I would have seen them in? The Coliseum? The Sports Arena. The Sports Arena. And it was still at my personal parents' agent, T.J. Mark Walter, and I went to a game. And we may have been two of 12 people in there. Like, (laughs) there was nobody. Uh, But it was great, you know. Yeah. It, it became an identity thing for me. It was just like, you know, I'm going to root for the underdog guys. I'm I'm a Saints fan, diehard, since birth. Like, that's my main. That's my favorite sport. Football is my favorite sport, and the Saints is my favorite favorite team. Dodgers and Clippers I adopted over the years, mm-hmm. but Saints is like from birth, from day one, right? Like, and so I've always have had rooted for the underdog because it feels so sweet. When we won that championship in two thousand nine, that was the best, like the best ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like maybe the maybe the Clippers will do it one day. Laker fans seem to think opposite of that. But I, I feel Here's like we'll think. get there. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Actually, it's going to happen. I feel very positive about it for you, Carl. As much as I do about you throwing out these first pitches, I uh, I don't know who you need to talk to, but you got to make it happen. I think there's probably a publicist at NBC. Yeah. Do they let you practice? Up? No. Oh, no. man. I don't you got to practice on your own time. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a pitching coach for like three weeks. <laughs> I don't know if you've got to go that far. I'll, I, I, I bore the, the, our listeners have heard this enough. Here, here's my piece of advice that I received from a uh, former pitcher. He's since passed away, but he was the broadcaster, Ed Farmer, for the mm-hmm. White Sox. They introduced me to him up in the booth. They said, oh, this is Jimmy Pardo. He's from Conan. He's going to be throwing out the first pitch. And he looked at me and he said, it's not a first pitch. It's a first toss. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, imagine you're playing catch with your dad. You're not going to miss, are you? I'm like, that was the greatest advice in the world because then all of a sudden you're not worried about throwing a fastball. I mean, I'm throwing 86. You're not throwing 86. <laughs> I'm throwing 86. I'm oh, throwing... I forgot. Your Rangers are hitting threes. Of course. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen Colin Kaepernick's I, first pitch I or Russell not. Wilson's? No. See, I like to go look at the good first pitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those guys played baseball. You know, uh, this guy, Pat Connaughton, who plays on the Milwaukee uh, Bucks, he's a, he, was, he was drafted into the MLB as a pitcher. Wow. So he can throw. Like, I, I like to see that. Yeah. Right. Like, athletes from other sports throwing really good first pitches. Colin threw like 90. Whoa. But you know you're not an athlete I'm not from gonna, other sport. I'm not going to throw 90. You're a situation comedy actor. <laughs> yes, situation comedy actor now, former athlete. I'm not going to throw 90. I'm not going to throw 90. What are you going to throw? 89. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no I, I think I, I think. I can throw because I play baseball now, still in a, in a league. Oh, okay. I can throw like seventy, 
Why do you refuse uh, to ask me how my pitch went? Why do you I refuse to ask me? I'm scared. I'm looking you at your forehand. I'm looking at at this at this leg up in the air like this. Let me tell you something. If you were a left-handed batter, I am. It could have been called. It could have been called a strike, or maybe inside, and I couldn't have argued the call. Do you have a video? Can we watch a video after we're done here? We cannot. <laughs> you don't have that saved on your phone. I don't have it on my phone. I might have the second one, but the second one was different. It was during the pandemic. And I threw. It wasn't a. It, it, the mascot was the catcher, and he was in front of home plate. Oh, I'm 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 heating him. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I wanted him behind the plate, but because of protocol, they couldn't. It was different. Mm-hmm. Did you pitch as a kid? No, I was outfielder. Yeah. Outfield, center yeah. field, uh, left and right. You hated center field. <laughs> yeah, I did not play center field. You hated field. that song with John Fogerty. You said I'll never play it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's just where where they stuck me at. Uh, but I, and I played that position all through high school and stuff. Uh, Matt Belknap played right field. I got the uh, nickname Wheels, and uh, Wheels was from soccer. But you were you uh, in right field? You were uh, just for Carl's benefit. You were good or not good? I was not good. I I was a liability. That's (laughs) when you're in right field. You're either on a good team and you're in right field, or you're. Bet you're in right field because you suck at baseball. Yeah, (laughs) they're like, he's got to put him somewhere. Get out there. If if I was smarter, so I'm left handed, so I would have pitched. I would have like practiced that, and and but. You know, baseball wasn't the popular sport in South L.A. when I was growing yeah, up. Right. You, everybody wanted to hoop. Everybody wanted to play football. So if I was smarter, I would have focused on that more. But that I didn't even play through like fully through high school. I mm-hmm. kind of gave up on it. And now when we play in this little like baseball league they got out here, I have such a good time. that I'm like, man, I really wish I had to put more effort into this. I, w- I would have learned to play first base, too, because that's a good big guy and mm-hmm. left-handed position. Mm-hmm. What so. uh, uh, This league that you play in now, is it a celebrity league? Is it a, just a bunch of dudes that uh, it's, it's over a, a certain age? Or? It's dudes and dudettes. It's women and men. It's co-ed. Great. And it is, uh, everybody's different ages, but it is fast-pitch baseball. It's called the it's L.A. Baseball Federation. And, yeah. and, and what what kind of pitch is coming in? Is it, is it 86? No. No, there's only a couple pitchers in the league that can throw up, that can really, you know, paint, and uh, can't, I don't, I don't get struck out by them. Uh, no, nobody was joking. And I, I feel like you were saying that I get struck <laughs> no, out. No, nobody, <laughs> not, not a single person in here. It sounds to me like, like they struck you out, and, you're, and now you're uh, denied. <laughs> so what's funny? I couldn't play all the games last season, so I only had like four games, and I hit every game, so I had the highest batting average at right. the end of the season. <laughs> I was like, hey man. I'm, Hitting a thousand. I heard you can't be struck out. That's I what can't I can't be struck out. I can't. You made contact. I made contact every time. You'll love it. Uh, uh, yeah. Does the team have a name? My team is called the Sliders. The Sliders. Yeah. Now, here's the problem. Sponsored by That Webcast. team is a lot of comedians. And they didn't tell me that before. They didn't tell me that. I thought that's what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, hey, we go out here, drink some Coors Lights, and, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. And other teams are really, really getting, really playing. Okay. Yeah. River Butcher is in the league. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and a lot of other comedians are on, on other teams, but they're also other guys. They get ringers, and like I remember, one guy walked up and he's got his <laughs> sleeves cut off and his wristbands on. I'm like, hold on, wait a second, man. <laughs> who is this? Is it Jose right? Canseco? Yeah, <laughs> well, that, you know, there's that story where Jose showed up. I, I was, was it at this league? It's not this league. He's in a different league, another league that my buddy Justin Halpern plays in. That I was also going to join his team, but I got a little nervous when I heard Jose Canseco's playing. <laughs> yeah, but it's Jose Canseco now. Still. But still, 55-year-old yeah, Jose is going to yeah. be better Probably than... still better than everyone else. Yeah. I don't know. I think... I threw out the first pitch. I think I got a shot. I, I think I can strike Jose out. Did they get the, the gun on that? Did you find out the, the speed of that? I, I want to... I, I could be wrong. I think it was 91-92. 91-92? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then take away 30. <laughs> that would be my guess. Yeah. 
Right? Or what would you throw if you're just I throwing? I don't know what Probably a about 50 smells. something. About 50? Yeah. I know. I can't throw 55. I know that. Yeah. Sammy Hagar told Sammy, you that. Yeah, Sammy Hagar said you can't do it. Um, I'm excited for you throwing out these first pitches. I really want to do that. You got to talk. I'm not kidding. You, you talked to NBC. I also want to do the celebrity basketball game. Oh, man. Yes. But I want to get in shape, though. I want to get in shape. I, I, got, I, need to, I need to know now so I can work out for next season. Why don't you just assume it's going to happen? Yeah, you're right. There, yeah, that's another one that you. You could totally, you're totally now in that class. Like you watch those games on All Star Weekend, and there's yeah. like, who is that? Yeah, who the hell's that guy? Like, there's, there's a lot of that, and yeah, you're man, on a Carol network yes. sitcom. I, mean, I also get nervous that nobody's gonna know me. I think that's that's like a really scary thing for but me. Don't you want to be the guy no one knows, and then you light it up? Like that's the best. Remember that eight year old hitting those threes? <laughs> that sounds fun. So at the Clipper games, they we have talked. I talked with our good buddy Paul Shear, who is. He has done the T-shirt toss at halftime, and I go, man, I just, I just, at least let me get to season two before I do that, so more people can be like, oh, well, okay, because right. I feel like being the right. T-shirt guy, and everybody's like, man, who's this dude? <laughs> I don't want his funky ass T-shirt. Uh, yeah, okay, I, I hear your point. I have told this story, and I will not tell it again. I, but I was in a celebrity golf tournament when I, I had two TV shows on the air in 2004, and I was the celebrity for a foursome at the LA Open at the Riviera. Uh, you don't know what it's like to have nobody fucking know you <laughs> until you're at a golf tournament and there's Martin Sheen and George Lopez and William Peters and all these guys and this guy <laughs> is your it's like hey and, and they, the guys are all very nice to me but it was clear not a single person there knew who I was so uh, uh, whatever happens to you it won't be as bad as that day of my life <laughs> no, I think throwing out the first pitch would be great you're gonna you're gonna be great yeah. I'm excited for you uh, and you can do it right here. You can do it here locally at the uh, at Chavez Ravine. Yes. Now, mm. what I would like to do for Chavez Ravine is be become so synonymous with the Clippers and so famous for being a Clipper fan that if I throw the first pitch at Chavez Ravine, I get booed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you want that? Yeah, because that'll that'll really like solidify some real Clipper, okay. like because that you know Kawhi did the first pitch and he got booed. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you? How would you know if they're booing you for your Clipper love, or they just don't like the show? That's impossible. <laughs> that's impossible. Fair enough. They're, Fair they're, enough. They will be saying, "Woo, we love you on the show." But we, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. a very specific. Oh, man, I uh, hear that. <laughs> how? Uh, what is the feedback on the program? Are the ratings good? Or I, I don't even know if ratings are a thing anymore because of streaming and stuff like that. But so the ratings themselves are not good. Oh, but the feedback has been really positive. Okay, so yeah. the, and the network is paying attention to that, we hope. I hope so. I hope so. The ratings from the night that it airs, oh, I mean, n- no. But isn't that, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. With, isn't that true of every show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like the, the shows with the best ratings still are only putting like a point four, point five, And that's sitcoms, not like, you know, American Law Idol. Law yeah. Law. yeah, yeah, those yeah. things. Those, those are still getting high up. Right. But the, sh- the TV shows, the sitcoms with the best ratings are still pulling not great ratings. But the critics seem to like the show. That's what I think that's more important. So, yeah. And also, I have been getting a little recognized, which is interesting. Nice. Like, I have people walk. Like, last night I was at the Clipper game and people were like, hey, man. Hey. Love you on the you show. Were worried, hey, you're worried yeah. about throwing out a towel then? You're going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, that was just like three people. <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be cheering for me. That's all you yeah. need. That's all you <laughs> yeah, need. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, and when I say towel, by the way, I meant, I meant t-shirt. Well, they <laughs> do towels sometimes, right? Uh, towel I've camp. never heard of a towel. I don't know if they have a towel toss. <laughs> um, and, and I'll tell you this, Paul Scherer certainly ain't doing towel toss. Uh, well, I mean, here's the thing. The towels at an NBA game are a thing, you know? Like yeah. They, they usually put those on the chair. Right. So yeah. everybody gets a towel. 
Right, right, right. Yeah, but, and you whip them around. But he's not throwing them up there, right? They're, no, no, yeah. But you could. They put them before the Let's game. Let's be fair to Paul Shear. Does everybody in that stadium know who that is? Do they know? <laughs> they like Paul Shear. Every time I'm at the game with him, people stop and call him by his league character. Yeah, name. I was going to say the oh, league. Oh, the league, of course. Yeah, that's what that's what got him in the sports And now he's in that uh, that uh, cellular telephone commercial where <laughs> right. he plays the, the coach. Mm-hmm. So And that plays nonstop during sports yeah. events. So, uh, yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Carl Tart is here. He's taking time away from his program. Is there? Uh, are you current? You're, you're done shooting season one. Done shooting season one. We're, and and there's no word on season two yet. Not yet. And the, the finale airs. I don't know when this will come out, but the finale is either airing soon or has already aired. When will it air? Tomorrow night. So it just aired. It just aired. Okay. Um, Check it out on Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> it uh, and seriously, we've we've talked about it before you even arrived. I, I said that we we discovered a new show and we absolutely love it. Yeah, I'm so happy. It's real. And dude, you are so effing funny on there. Uh, the one where you and the other fellow bought the suits. Oh yeah. And uh, you, you know, because uh, with the stock, with the yeah. was it crypto or just crypto, stock? Yeah, yeah crypto. crypto. Uh, just great, wonderful. Thank you, man. And everybody's great. Everybody's great on there, and it's. Uh, it's really great. It's a great ensemble piece, and I'm I'm happy for you, and you deserve it. Cause, Thank uh, you, you're, man. You're great on there. I appreciate that. And so happy to be doing it. It's it, it's very. I, I hate to compare it to Friends, but it is very Friends like in yeah. that you all have your storylines, and we and we like all of you. It's like it, yeah. there's not one story like like oh I hope they don't focus on that guy this week. You know, because there are shows that do that. Mm-hmm. This one isn't one of them. You like seeing everybody's yeah, stories. Totally. It's wonderful. Yeah, it was it was a real fun thing to do it was a labor of love really because so phil who created it is a good buddy of mine for a decade and ucb guy of course we know nicole byers a big ucb person right. echo kellum who's the tall uh beautiful chocolate man yeah he's also a ucb <laughs> i did guy. not know he was a ucb guy yeah in new york or here here yeah here oh, must have been after my time i don't know him they came well well me and echo started improv the same year like 2010 and then 2009 late 2009 okay and Nicole did come out from New York. She came out in about 2013. Also, Phil did as well to right. write on Key and Peel. Okay. And so this is his first gig we wrote together on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And uh, it, I'm so happy to be a part of it. And a lot of people think that it was like a nepotism thing. And it wasn't. I had to audition. You did? You auditioned? Yeah, and yeah. you had to go through all the nonsense all of studio, through. network, mm-hmm. all of the... Had to go through the one exec who's like, I just don't know if it's him. Oh, <laughs> so punch, this character punch, is punch, based punch. off of me. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be nobody else. It's infuriating, right? Yeah. And just uh, and it, it's one of those things when you go to that those auditions and you sign the paperwork and you're doing the screen test. Like I, we talked about it with uh, with Matt Besser once when he was on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that day can be life changing for you. Mm-hmm. And so like you're in your head going, if I get this. I'm on fuck it. I, it happened. Mm-hmm. I got it. And if it doesn't, I got to go back to starting over and auditioning everywhere. Yeah. And uh, God, the stakes are high and you get all nervous. You get to, but you did it. I did it. I did it. And I'm so happy to be happy. To have, it was the best. It was the best first, like, long term job that I've had. Like, for that to be my first series regular, mm-hmm. it was, I couldn't ask for a better one because I've heard, I've had friends who have gotten series regulars and you go, man, you made it. You've done it. And they're just like, I'm miserable. Wow. Every day oh, I walk in, yes. I'm miserable. This guy who you think is such a great, who everybody likes on TV, sucks. Mm-hmm. He's a shitty dude or wow. something like that. And I got to work with him every day. This person does this. And, and you can't like you can't say nothing about it because, well, we're all in the green room at UCB drinking Bud Lights because we can't afford drinks at Bird's next door. Right. So we're loading up on Bud Lights and we don't have any money. And you're on a TV show, but you're mad about it. 
Right. And so I'm so happy that I don't have that experience. Like, you know, the grass is always greener type thing. Right. And I'm so happy I don't have that experience with this show. Everybody was great. Everybody in the cast got along so well. All the crew is super dope. Like everybody, I'm going to a crew wedding in a couple of days. You're going to a wow. wedding of a guy that was uh, or a lady that was a lady, on the crew. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The uh, the costumer, the on set costume. I'm going to her wedding in a couple of weeks. Is the whole cast going, or you, uh, just you? I mean, listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna say I'm the favorite, but <laughs> I'm uncomfortable that you're going at all. I mean, this woman's getting married, and you're <laughs> inserting yourself and stealing her away. Yeah, I, I'm going to be. I'm I'm gonna. Are you uh, you're gonna stand up? Yeah, I'm gonna object. Jack. I yeah. object. <laughs> she can't be married. She has to put me in clothes on. <laughs> right. Uh, no. Um, yeah. Well, that'll be fun, right? Yeah, I'm excited for that. Good for you. You dress up. You go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Have you been suit. doing stuff like that coming out of the pandemic? Are you going to places with crowds and stuff? I mean, I know oh, you go to the. Yeah. You're doing it. Yeah, I'm. I'm doing. I'm in. You're you're living life. <laughs> so I'm in. I, I, look, COVID's so nice. I got it twice. Oh, you. That's right. You had it. I had it twice. I had it two times. Did we? I don't remember. We talked before, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. We talked during original. We talked during OG COVID. Yeah, it was the first wave. Yeah. Right. So I got the Delta, and then I ended up getting the Omicron, like everybody. Did y'all not? We did no, not. That's wow. Fine. No, we're, but we're all still wearing masks everywhere we go. Yeah, that's why you know, y'all still and some fist us, bumping. And yeah, stuff. Like, some of us don't leave the house. Get in here, Jimmy. Give me a yeah. hug, man. I you know what I mean? In full disclosure, had I known you wanted a hug, I would have hugged. <laughs> no, 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 I'm in. Sorry. I'm in on hugs. No, nah, it's me. I'll go to your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. Uh, I think it's okay. No, no. Like you know, I. You had it twice. What do you mean you think it's okay? <laughs> I think it's fine. <laughs> no, no, no. When did you have Omicron? Omicron, I had in in December. No, when like everybody. When everybody had it, yeah, yeah. You know what bothers me, and we've talked about it on the show, what bothers me about, I, I know it would, be, it would be mild and it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I understand that. It's the 10 days of not, of locking down for 10 days that seems like such an effing inconvenience. Yeah. That's why I don't want to get it. Yeah, at this point, it was, because both were mild for me. The Delta was a runny nose and Omicron was an even lighter runny nose. That's good. And so that's the part that bothers me the most. It's like, oh man, if I lose a job or if I can't do a thing or something because I got a quarantine. Like, right. That's the most annoying part. Mm-hmm. Do we think that at some point, like let's say moving forward 20, and I know none of us are scientists. I'm just talking. Um, that we won't have to quarantine. It'll be like getting the flu and it just like. Hmm. Well, they've already brought it. I think just socially the days of going out while you're sick is over. Yeah. I hope so. But oh, I'm, God, but, I hope but, so. But I'm talking yeah. 10 days. I Like, are they at no, some we, point? No, they already, they already, they already they cut that days. down. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do 10 days, or I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, either 10 do what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, the thing is that so far, like, the city of Los Angeles still hasn't canceled the emergency status. I think that once you cancel the emergency status, that's when what you're asking about is going to happen. So you could theoretically go, oh, shit, I've got COVID. I'm going to stay home from work. And then two days later, hey, I feel better. I could go. I mean, I think it'll be I, I, back to where, where when you have a flu and you shouldn't go to work. That's what I'm saying. We're going to get to that yeah. at some point. All right. After the emergency is, is undeclared. All right. Well. And is there any conversation about when that's going to be lifted, Elliot? Uh, so you're asking me in, as my position as a maybe neighborhood council. No, nope, I'm asking you as the video guy on this. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, as a video guy, I have no idea. As someone on a na- uh, neighborhood council, I also have no idea. All right. Very good. So, uh, Well, the masks are up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the school, you, you got school age children. Do they, they don't have to wear masks? No, they do uh, through the end of the, this year. Oh, okay. Uh, LUSD oh, really? is not, uh, they, they're locking it down. Because at Burbank next week. Oh, is that right? No more mandate. Uh, they can take them off inside. They're they're strongly recommending you wear them inside, but not requiring it. Well, yeah. LAUSD, luckily LAUSD is keeping them through the end of the year or else my son would literally uh, f- f- yeah, explode. explode. What's the word I'm looking for? 
What would a robot have do? A kind of, no. What would a robot do? Short circuit? Yeah. Uh, frazzle? Defrizz? Frizzle? De- de- frizzle? What would a robot do? Degauss? <laughs> yeah, degauss. Lose oil? <laughs> yeah, lose oil. I, I just I can't think of the word, yet I'm mocking you guys for your suggestions. Uh, <laughs> reboot? Uh, meltdown, just like a, yeah. uh, with fry. You know, that's what I'm... I don't know if there is a word for that, but maybe there is. And there's probably listeners going, God damn it, it's Ziblog. I think you probably have already said it, but it's it, in my head, it's still hitting my ear. No, room. I feel like you're right. There is something we're missing. Let's let's stop the whole show and work on this for about 20 minutes. <laughs> Garen, uh, instead of looking at the ceiling. <laughs> well, that's what well, thoughts are. Maybe what do robots do? <laughs> <laughs> I do think Short Circuit was not bad. There was a whole movie called that. Yeah, but that guy's alive. Johnny Five was yeah. alive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, El Debarge. That's right. The great oh, yeah. El Debarge. El Debarge used to come into my record store. Yeah. When I worked, uh, when I managed, I was the system manager at the Warehouse Records in Pasadena, California. Uh, El and his brother, his brother dated a young lady that worked at the record store and uh, lived in an apartment that it was like one of those deals like, uh, my apartment's better than El Debarge's brother's apartment. Yeah. And that was weird to me because like he would walk in and go, oh, fuck, El Debarge's brother is here. And then uh, one time I had to drop that young lady off at that uh Apartment. I was like, "This is where all the brothers brother lived." This is you know, they they, they had their issues as a family. But he was in the barge. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Well, you know, it, nobody made money from their music in the eighties, right? And uh, they had some problems in that family. The barge family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think L is not a great guy, right? Is that? Uh, he married Janet Jackson, and then it got no, that annulled. was that oh. was James. No, oh. that was Randy. Randy oh, okay. married. Oh, I thought that was L. Randy married. Man, she didn't even get the main one. No, she got Randy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. The whole DeBarge family is very, very talented. Yeah. What a what a. In retrospect, I don't think I was aware of it at the time, but for the for the Jackson family and the DeBarge family to to come. Oh, together. it's like the DeFrancos and the Osmonds. <laughs> it's very similar. Every every. I don't know decade. who the DeFrancos are. Uh, oh, Tony DeFranco. What was his name? They had a huge hit in the 70s. Okay. Uh, it's a great song, too. It is a great song. Yeah, what is that It's song? a hot beat. It's yeah, a love beat. beat. Yeah. It's a wee beat. It's a good vibration. It's a hot beat. It's a love beat. <laughs> it's a wee beat. It's a good vibration. Wow. It's <laughs> just noise. Get there. It's <laughs> just noise. Uh, 100% noise. Mm-hmm. Um Fry, frazzle, doesn't matter. Carl Tarts is here. <laughs> and uh, 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 oh, by the way, I hit this. Let me just do this very quickly. The man is here. The man is here. The man is here. The man is here. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long, we should take bets on how long it's going to take you to learn here's how to the, turn here's that the deal, Carl. Me having this board is brand new. It started last week. It's brand mm-hmm. new for me having this. Uh, if you press it, it starts, and but if you press it again, it, it, it goes and loops. Yeah, I, I think it's like everything else, where if you press something once, it starts. You press it again, it stops. Yeah, did not mean to do that. <laughs> and the stop, there's no one button to stop. There's two buttons that you press together to stop it. Oh no! Oh, that's really? A, yeah, yeah. yeah. They like really didn't think about like people might want to stop the song sometimes because <laughs> it's for drums. It's not really it's like an, MP, an MPC kind of MPX. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a MIDI pad. Kind yeah, we got a MIDI. We got MPX. Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. It's an MPX eight. Uh, <laughs> Rob Durham, we opened this on Thursday, but yes, I, uh, I felt that the uh, fairness to Rob sending me the book, uh, Rob Durham, who was the And you want to see that cover a second time. <laughs> I don't, you do. <laughs> don't you put this on me. You're the I one. I feel like I committed to the bit of this book having a very sexy this, cover. I, bit, bit seems like I know. you're rewriting history. It's not. That's not <laughs> well, I'm chasing it. Like I have to keep doing it to see if it, it can someday be funny. Um, <laughs> well, it was funny because you've never been creepier. <laughs> that was the joke. Um, 
joke or <laughs> registrable offense? Yes, I, I think somebody's rewriting it's a, history. It's a painting <laughs> that you found erotic. Show Carl. <laughs> well, Carl Look at how sexy that is. <laughs> oh, wow. The other Look one. At, I know Shadows the other one, you asshole. Track. That's a joke for the listener, <laughs> you <laughs> asshole. The listener has no fucking idea what you're doing. There it is. Look at okay. That's a sexy cover. Sexy cover. And by the way, Rob told me he's got to change the cover for certain uh, oh, yeah. Walmart certain stores. Want that. Yeah, because yeah, you can't see the little butt dimples like that. Yeah. Uh, That's too much for the ladies. Right. That is. all uh, ladies. Suggested. Uh, somebody else disguised the name of it, Rob Durham, who was Garen for a day when we were in St. Louis. Uh, he uh, he's written uh, this is his new book somebody else's sky uh, which uh, get this cover while you can it's limited edition mm-hmm. get it do whatever man business or lady business you got to do while you look at this cover <laughs> then read the book but Able do it Barnes soon noble because uh, yeah. they're leaving uh, and then his other ones are around the block anyway there's Rob Durham he's got a uh, new book out Thanks, Go to Rob Durham.com I believe all right uh, is that uh, all right you know what time if it's for it's uh, time for me to put these away <laughs> And then it's time for All right, it's, does, it, does that, will it stop out of zone? It does, yes. All right. Uh, it's time for Oliver's Trivia. Carl, you do this when you join us for your Zoom. Yes. Uh, my 14-year-old son, Oliver, writes us a trivia question each week. Uh, we do it Jeopardy style, final Jeopardy style. I'll give you the subject, and then you will bet anywhere between 1 and 25, and then we'll go around and get everybody's answer, and we will do that. Uh, 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 I just got a reminder about the appointment that I just made, so I don't know what to do. Uh, while you're looking up, is malfunction the malfunction. word you're looking for? Thank okay. you very much. Malfunction. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I think it's lose oil. <laughs> I think it's lose oil. No. <laughs> oil drip. Yeah. Uh, Mel, Ma- uh, by the way, I went to school with a guy named Malfunction. That's a true story. Oh, that's an odd oh, name. Oh, very nice name. He was. Uh, he, he loved the electronics, too. Mm-hmm. So it was very fitting. Well, it was, seems like someone who would always have problems with the electronics. Uh, yeah, I didn't say he was good at it. I just say he, he liked it. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I he, love comedy. I'm not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we so all do things. We don't. You didn't get frustrated though. I would imagine Mel got frustrated. Yeah. Sure, certainly. I mean, it's like something he loves so much he just can't really master it. Well, it's like me and golf. I love it, but uh, yeah, you know, sure. I'm out there. But my name isn't Johnny Green or whatever the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Green. Johnny Green. That's what uh, fastest mind of comedy came up with that. <laughs> uh, all right, I got to go to the uh, Oliver's uh, email here. Mm-hmm. Uh, here we go. Uh, did we find that? It was written at uh, this was uh, written at eight oh one this morning. Oh wow. Eight oh one, maybe eight o'clock, and then I received okay. the email at eight oh one. Uh, double feature is the uh, is your double subject line. Is double the, feature that could mean a lot of things. Is your subject line? So now we make the bet. Now you make yeah. your bet. Yeah, you write it down right there. Oh, wait. I feel uh, pretty. Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty. Carl, you been going to the movies as well? No, I'm not a big movie guy. What does that mean? You're an actor. You're in the business. That's what you would think. I. <laughs> I, movies alone, but here's what's crazy: I can binge watch a show all damn day. And I, I don't go to the movies unless it's a big to do with friends. Okay. So I'm assuming if a big group of friends goes to see this Batman movie, then I will probably tag along. Okay. Just for the social aspect. I said that's a three hour movie though. That's a long. That's a yeah. long movie for I a social function. I might fall asleep and I'll be honest with you. It's a good movie. Uh, I'm like, can we leave here and go get margaritas yet? <laughs> no, nobody wants to drink. They want to see the Batman. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay on that. So what's the last movie you saw then? Oh, the last movie in theaters that I saw was Cruella. Oh, you because know I, I liked Cruella. I did too. My good friend Kirby Howe Baptiste was in that. Who who, who, who who did he play? She played God the uh, she played <laughs> the, the photographer with the afro. Oh, she was great. Yeah, 
I, UCB I, alum. I, I boy, all these hot new UCB people so coming out. Rank them out over there. I was there when Besser and Walsh and Polar are ruining the place. <laughs> now there's all these hot new talents. I know. Um, uh, we went to that movie just for something to do. My, my wife and son and I. It was like, let's go see Cruella. Why not? And uh, I, I, I think we're just going to kill time. And I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was fun. The costumes yeah. were wonderful. I liked it too. And sometimes I'll go to movies and be like, I, I'm happy that I came to do that. Right. Eat the popcorn and the nachos and the big old soda. You get the both, you get both the popcorn and the nacho. I get a small popcorn. Yes. A regular size nacho. Yes. Although they, they, they're killing me with this little cup of cheese. You don't like that cup of cheese. I don't I either. I don't like the cup of cheese. Give me the crock pot <laughs> concession stand cheese. Mm. That's what I want. I don't want that little cup of cheese. It ain't ever hot enough. You know what I mean? I do. I don't like the Tostitos rounds that come in the bag. Give me some nacho you chips. You can't dip a round. That's just bad. Well, I thought design. the whole point of the round was that it makes it easier to dip. Not no, in that little eat, cup. You need a point. You need a point. You need a point. You remember the big bag of, of tortilla chips from back in the day? <laughs> sure. you, like at the basketball game, when you walk into a high school gym, and which I frequent. <laughs> and uh, you walk in and, and, and you smell that concession stand right off to the side right there. He's like, yeah, that's that's the nachos I want. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, the, the, the brown crock pot nachos, you know? Yes. Yeah, of course. So you want to you want to uh, put onto the chips before they give them to you? Yes, I want some on the chips and, and in the thing. and in yes. the plastic because yeah, the, the, the bottom yeah. doesn't get the cheese. And the other side, jalapenos. Mm, when you go to Taco Bell, do you mm-hmm. get the nacho bel grande? No. No, I go. Why are you mad at the, at the Bel Grande? I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I'm <laughs> not, I, I just don't ever order that because I order. I, a typical order for me is like a. I get a Crunchwrap Supreme. Mm-hmm. A uh, when they used to have the fiery Doritos Locos Taco, I would get that Supreme. But now I just go Taco Supreme on the side. A order of chips and cheese. I do like it. The, they got the best nacho cheese. I 100 percent agree with that. That's why yeah. I was asking. Yeah. That's why you get the Bel Grande. So why don't why don't you get the Bel Grande? You get the you get the meat. You get the uh, tomato. The tomato. Yeah. You know what. <laughs> my mom ordered the Bel Grande every time and it just made me never want it <laughs> <laughs> I could see that I remember the All first right. time I got Good. it I was like in high school and I was like I didn't have Taco Bell like when I was younger it wasn't near me but then like I there was one in high, in high school and uh, I went and I was like I don't eat tomatoes, but that just looks so good. I got to yeah. try it. And it was like, it was what made me get over my hatred of tomatoes. It was yeah. so good otherwise. Yeah. I was like, I like diced tomatoes now. I'm I like guy. diced clay. Sure. Maybe that doesn't even play into this. <laughs> Maybe that's why I liked it so much. It was no! a fan of his. I have a, a diced clay story. I'd like to hear it. All right. So I, you know how sometimes they'll they'll have actors when, when, a, when a certain actor can't make a table read, but they need it to be that time. They'll ask somebody else to come in and do it. So I went in. We're all in the business. Of course, we understand what you mean. (laughs) Yes, of course. I I went in and and did the table read for Dice back in the day. Uh, Scott Armstrong, you know Scott Armstrong. He was directing. Natasha Legero would play the wife. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so I I went in and did the table read for him. And then they called and offered me a part on the show after the table read. Oh, that's great. But even that night, Dice, who was a very intimidating man in real life, like he was looking over and he's like, fuck is this guy like and he's like doing that and then i'm reading and I'll, I'll do something that gets a laugh in the room and everybody laughs at it and he goes this fucking guy <laughs> like that right and so then they call and they offer me a part on the show and i go and i show up and i see him and he's smoking a cigarette and he said hey get over here hey you get over here and i walk over to him and say hey how you doing uh i'm car i know i know who the fuck you are you are here because of me Okay, because you're fucking funny. You're fucking funny. And don't ever let nobody tell you that you're not. All right. 
You're reading the fucking table reading, you fucking killed it. You're you're funny and you're here because of me. So anybody asks you why you're here, you're here because of me. Okay? Not because you're doing when you get your own show, I want to play your fucking dad on the show. He said that to me. Yeah, he said that to me. And I said, man, if I can make a show where Andrew Dice Clay is my father, I'm going to do it. Yeah. That would be an incredible show. <laughs> can they bring him into Grand Crew? Maybe? I know, yeah. yeah. Was he fun to work with uh, the day that you worked there? Yeah, he was cool. You enjoyed Dice. He was cool. Uh, I, I'm assuming that other people have different stories, but that day when I played guy who works at Staples, he was he was great. Did I see that episode? I, I did watch that show, but I don't know if I I watched, but then it. eventually bailed on it. Yeah. But, uh, was it a later episode? <laughs> yeah, it was a later. I think it was a later episode. Oh. Yeah, and it and it was one of those things where it was like, okay, they they got me here because I was funny, and then you get on set and you do it how you would do it, and they go, uh, bring it down, <laughs> <laughs> tone it down, a bring it down. But this is very real. Don't you see what Dice is doing? <laughs> Dice is a great actor, but on that show, he was basically doing a parody of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I like Dice with uh, you know back when he was uh, just an actor. Mm-hmm. And then he would do those poems, and we would laugh. And at the frat house, we would all then fuck each other. Oh. And go look what Dice is doing, right? Women are stupid. Let's fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, here's your question. Yeah, let's get it. The subject, of course, again was double feature. You heard it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Was that what it was? Double feature. Yeah, I don't know what it means though. Uh, let's find out together. Christian Bale played two film characters separated by one letter. Name the two characters. What the fuck? Oh, Christian Bale played two film characters separated by one letter. Name the two characters. I could think of one character name <laughs> of his. I do. I, wait, I, I have to name the characters or name the letter that uh, is separating I got a better shot on that. This is just a, you either know oh, it or you don't. Oh, I bet too high. I bet way too so high. Because I didn't know what the friggin' clue meant. Christian Bale played two film characters separated by one letter. Name the two characters. Now, Garen is like maybe the most suited to get this right. Yeah. He's probably seen the most Christian Bale movies. But even if you've seen all his movies, do you remember the character names in all of his movies? Um, Do I? No. I, I can remember one character. <laughs> yeah, and and like that's the one I remember. I'm trying to take one letter away from <laughs> that, and it doesn't make any sense. I should watch more movies. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is a bad this is a bad week for you to be here. Yeah. <laughs> but did you? Uh, well, we'll we'll find out when we get to it. I don't want to spoil anything. Boy, oh boy! And by the way, by the way, they, they, he's a terrific actor. That Christian Bale, he's very very good. He's very committed. Very committed. Oh wait, I just thought of another character he played. All right, well, what write was that it, guy's name? Write it down. Uh, so what do you do? If you're the grip on set that he's mad at <laughs> and he yells, like he just shuts everything down to yell at you. Dude, I oh, I think this every, not not this situation, but I, every day I think about this when I see an employee at Staples, let's say Staples, mm-hmm. you see an employee at Staples getting yelled at by the boss. Yeah. And in my heart, I want to think that I'd go, oh, here's what, here's what we should do. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> and then I walk out. If I'm the grip, I think, who the fuck are you? You're just an actor, and I'm doing my job, and you're doing it. How dare you? Yeah. That's what I'd like to think. But part of me knows damn well that I can't do that. My thing was, what this. would you do? So at that moment, when I watched that tape, he goes on so long. So I messed up. I'm going to apologize. I was in your eye line. I was texting. I was ribbing my other, my other <laughs> homie. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing something. Like, I get it. My bad, man. You you got you got a lot on your plate. You trying to win an Oscar? I'm sorry. 
I'd like to publicly apologize to everybody here for what I did. You get one apology out of me. <laughs> at about minute 17 of this 30-minute rant, I go, my dad's been working at the post office for 25 years. I can get a job somewhere else because I'm about to whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it, like I, I'm fine with this being my last time right, right, working right. on the set. You just don't get to yell at me in front of everybody yeah. for 30 minutes. If you want to go somewhere else and we can talk, we can do something like that. I apologize to you already. I, I took accountability for my mistake. Right. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Get back to work. If you want to fire me from this job, then do that. But don't yell at me for 30 minutes in yeah. front of everybody. And there's no because I'm going to slap the shit out of you. There's no way the guy didn't apologize immediately, right? Like, yes. he, that, it's crazy to think that he'd just be like, what? Like, there, he wasn't standing up to Christian Bale. He was like, probably like, I'm so sorry. And then it just went on and on for the rest of the day, it seemed like. Well, did that guy get fired? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. The, I don't know the outcome of that situation. Because I he would. Because, you know, we, we you know, we, the star yeah. gets the good treatment. And this guy. Christ, you're amateur. That's the <laughs> thing I remember. It's like burned into my brain that that's what one of the things he said in that rant. Christ, you're amateur. You know, when I worked at Conan and when, when Conan yelled at me like that one time. Speaking of Conan, are you guys watching that uh, that Murderville show? The uh, Will Arnett uh, show where it's uh, mm-hmm. Will Arnett. Everybody knows the script, but the guest star. Mm-hmm. So the guest star kind of has to improvise his oh. way through his or her oh, way that's through. Uh, the first episode was Conan. Really funny. Then we watched the Kumail Nanjiani one. And they just crack up sometimes because mm-hmm. they're improvising yeah. and they leave it in and it's great. And Will Arnett's playing this, I'm, I'm, I'm a detective, I'm out of my luck. And mm-hmm. uh, and then Kumail will say something and they just both start laughing. Mm-hmm. And then or, or Will tries to hide it. It's good. It's fun. Oh, what what channel is it on? Netflix, maybe. Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I think so. And what channel is that? <laughs> 17. Seven? Seven, seven. Yeah. Wait, uh, uh, did he say name both the characters? Yeah. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, you'd have to. Uh, yeah, because you got to separate the by the one letter. Uh, that's true. Christian Bale played two film characters separated by one letter. Name the two characters. All right, so there we go. All right, listen, Carl Tarts here. Let's take a break. When we come back, um, we'll go around the horn. We'll get everybody's answer, and uh, we'll talk more with Carl Tart uh, right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Carl Tart is on Instagram at dammitcarl, and that's spelled D-A-M-M-I-T-C-A-R-L. Check him out there. Uh, Check him out on his podcast, The Flagrant Ones. It's about basketball. He loves the Clippers, as you have heard. And uh, if you like basketball, you'll hear funny people talking about it on that show. But definitely check out Grand Crew on NBC. It's also on Hulu. That's where I watch it. Um, you don't need to know where I watch it, but but watch it. It's a hilarious show and uh, deserves all of your support because uh, I'm hoping they get a second season. And you will hope that too once you watch it. So check it out. Grand Crew. Don't know what day or night it's on on NBC, but it's on NBC. And uh, in this Tuesday nights on NBC, is, is, I'm being told. Check that out. Um, for tier three and higher subscribers, uh, we are doing our uh, quarterly bingo game night on uh, 10 a.m. on Sunday the 13th that's this Sunday so if you are tier 3 come on by in the zoom room you'll find the link on our site nevernotfunny.com but uh, please join us it's always fun to play bingo with you guys and uh, you know chit chat and all that good stuff so uh, that's Sunday 10 a.m. Pacific time I should say and then Jimmy is going to be doing his flappers zoom show on Friday the 18th 7 p.m pacific time again and uh you get tickets to that by going to flapperscomedy.com enjoy 
Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in I, I the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on. With we're here guy to guy. talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. <laughs> and Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. 
Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, uh, episode uh, 3004. Uh, Carl Tart is here. He's got the podcast, the fragrant, uh, the fragrant, the fragrant ones. He wears colognes, perfumes. This week we're talking about Dracoir. Oh, yeah. Did you have that as a kid? I didn't. My, I, I had a friend who wore it, and I gotta say, I didn't dislike. We it. We all wore it. That was that was our stocking stuff for every year. Yeah. Was we'd get a, a, a new. You know, because it would last a year. Yeah. Yeah. Then you get a new uh, Jacquard Noir. Yeah, it's hard to say, as I uh, just well, discovered I, trying to make the joke. I, cer- I certainly can't say it. It was Michael Jordan cologne and, like, Adidas cologne. <laughs> Whatever they got. We had Adidas, too? Yeah. That, it was blue, right? Yeah, was it blue? yeah it's blue, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I like cologne. I don't wear it because I don't want people to go, look at this fucking guy wearing, wearing cologne. cologne. <laughs> <laughs> but when a dude walks yeah. in wearing cologne, I go, you know what? That smells nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got, so I've been getting into them, but I never wear them. They just sit on my counter. I got a, a polo red. My brother bought me a Gucci for my birthday. Happy birthday. He, thank you. He, my little brother bought me a Gucci. <laughs> so I bought him a really cool camera for Christmas, like a old school, like 1979 Canon because mm-hmm. he wanted to take film pictures. He's 23. That's what they do. <laughs> and, uh, Kids these days yeah, yeah. <laughs> with their cameras, and uh, he was like, oh, "Okay, I'll get you something really dope for your birthday." Because he didn't get me. We and we usually exchange a pair of Vans on Christmas. Like that's been like our tradition. Like because okay. we wear the same size. So I'll buy him one. He'll buy me one. And I bought him the Vans and I bought him the camera. He's like. I didn't have any money. Uh, Grubhub's been bad. And so, <laughs> like, I'll get you something for your birthday. And he bought me uh, a bottle of Gucci cologne and a bottle of Trader Joe's maple syrup. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, nice. y- you know me well. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't make the mistake of putting them in the wrong spot. All right. <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. Uh, um, let's go around the horn here. Let's check in with everybody, get everybody's answer. What'd uh, you say? You're going around the horn? Yeah, I'm going around the horn. Sitting cross-legged <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> um, all right, let's check in with Garen Cockrell. He's over there at the Pop Culture Beats InfoDesk. Now sponsored by Lemon Ice Teas. Yeah. Uh, also, MockbandTees.com. Soft premium shirts, a new uh, few, and uh, never not funny designs. Mockband Tees, best way to describe them. This is Spinal Tap meets The Onion meets Concert T-shirts. Mario DiGiorgio is the guy that runs it. He's a huge music fan. He grew up in the 70s and 80s. Matt, you're wearing one as we speak. That is just a... Not a mock band, but this is a lemon iced tea, yeah. And, and uh, it's so nice and soft. And Garen, you are also wearing a... Uh, wearing a Los Wilhelms. So you are wearing a mock band. I am. And that's, of course, available at lemonicedtees.com or mockbandtees.com. Uh, right now, you get a free Never Not Funny shirt if you buy two shirts awesome. using promo code PARDO. P-A-R-D-O, and then you're going to get a free Never Not Funny shirt when you buy two shirts. Go to LemonIceTees.com. Uh, Garen, how was your weekend? It was good. Watched a few movies. What'd you watch? I saw The Batman. We you talked about talked about The Batman, right. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, something called The Deep House. Okay. Which is about a haunted house underwater, which was pretty good. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a real movie? Yeah, basically, like they flooded an area, and there was a house that was... Oh, wait, did they flood it because it was haunted? They're like, we uh, that- must sync this isn't exactly said because the house is like locked up and there's like a big huge crucifix over a door and what shit. year was this movie made please 2021 <laughs> and where would i see this because i must watch it's it. on hulu it's it's pretty good it's got some really eerie creepy stuff in great it, so i liked it some of it's a little not great but some of it is good so all right it's worth a watch all right nightmare alley it's called it's called <laughs> what's it called deep house i'm not gonna lie to you I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Yo, I thought you were kidding. Nope. You really, your brain just. I would like to take, just go, yeah, it's just part of being silly again. Nope. I heard everything and then just decided to say Nightmare Alley. Sounds like a malfunction. Sounds like my buddy malfunction. All right. 
Those are the yeah, way. That's not how those work. I don't know how glasses work. I'm having a tough day today. You <laughs> really need to see a doctor. Having a real tough time today. Sounds like you're losing a little oil. <laughs> <laughs> it's very possible. Um, so what? you saw another movie as well, or just uh, uh, this watched Deep Space Nine, or whatever it was called? The Deep House. And then I watched one called Sensor, which is actually really good. Sensor. That's available on Shutter. That is also on Hulu. Also on Hulu. All right. Yeah. I got AMC Plus, so I don't see Shutter as often. Because they're connect, they're all connected now. It's I don't like it. What do you mean? I don't like AMC Plus. I don't like it. What's AMC? I don't know what AMC Plus is. It's That's Shutter. A, it's an application. Yeah, it's Shutter, uh, AMC stuff, and then BBC America. I think. What is AMC stuff? Like they show the commercial for the popcorn and the drink. Like, Walking Dead. <laughs> Walking Dead. Mad Men. Not oh, oh AMC. AMC. The other AMC. Not AMC theaters. I AMC. thought it was AMC theaters. That's no, how fucking sorry. dumb I am. <laughs> I thought it was the theater, and I know you're a Regal Beagle guy. Yeah, I am. Is that where you saw the Batman over the Regal Beagle? Did. Wonderful. Yeah. Not too many folks. But there wasn't, right? Interesting. Did you see it at night or? No, I went almost like right after I left here. We went and saw it probably. Oh, Thursday. On Thursday. I think. Okay. Well, yeah. Of course, there's not people. Well, the next showing jammed. Jammed. Of course. Yeah. 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 So that was at 730 at night. No, it was 430. Oh, Oh, really? Maybe. My apologies. Whatever time I went the next time after that was jet packed. It was early enough that I was just kind of surprised. Ours was pretty, pretty full, but not really. But the next, the next few, same deal. Mm -hmm. The nighttime ones were jammed. Yeah. Which I kind of liked. I kind of liked seeing it. I kind of liked seeing. Did you guys see it in IMAX, either of you? No. Yeah. Well, I saw XD. Is that the Disney for older kids? (laughs) (laughs) What, did I see it in IMAX? I don't know. Was it a giant screen? Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Why. I had no follow-ups. I just... It was good. I enjoyed it. This Regal Beagle here is going to have all that stuff pretty soon. All right. They they're, their... they're refurbishing? Yeah. Nice. It yeah. looks like it's going to be completely torn up and redone. Really? Right. Well, are they going to close? I don't know. I, it seems like they might have to, judging by what the mock-ups they show look huh. like. Maybe they rotate theaters. Maybe, Maybe. they... Uh, it's possible, too. They get a lot of screens over there. It's a former Arclight. It is a former Arclight. Um, many theaters. Garen, the question is: Christian Bale played two roles, I can't uh, wait to see separated it. by one word, one letter rather. Uh, walk us through uh, your answer. Um, if I'm correct, I don't know how you guys are gonna. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, my answer is Patrick Bateman and Batman. Oh, that oh is, like, that's it. That's the name I couldn't think of. That's American Psycho, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't think of Patrick. So Bateman, Bateman and Batman. Oh, it's got to be that. That yeah. seems like it has to be. It's got to be that. It's Bateman and Batman. That's yeah. so frustrating that I couldn't pull that goddamn name. I've seen that movie. Oh, all right. Well, let's check in then, uh, Garen. Let's uh, get get his money ready. <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy. I've got a really, I've got a really good, uh, I got a really good. Do guess. I? Hang on. Do I play one of these if he wins? I don't know that we have. Uh, no, one. that's that's Elliot's job. Elliot has that. Oh, we we don't no, have we, we, we don't, don't have we don't a song have a, for a winner. We don't have it. a trivia winner. Right. No. We have the only if no one gets it right. Yeah, the Rocky yes. Road. The Rocky Road which, song. Which I don't know if I still have queued up. Uh, Just play something that says Garen sucks at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already did that. We already did that. Uh, <laughs> let's say hello to Elliot Hopeberg. He's behind the uh, village there, the nutshell. Uh, Palms, California. Yes, sir. He's, as you mentioned, you're on the uh, neighborhood council over there. Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Well, I'm not an elected uh, person anymore, but I am on. I'm, I'm a committee chair. Talk about. It. I'm, an, I'm an alumnus of the illustrious Palms Middle School. <laughs> oh, is oh, that, is that right? true? Yeah. I think you probably told us that yeah, the last yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Palms Middle School, Hamilton High School, class 2007. All right. Fantastic. Uh, and who's the other very famous person that went to Hamilton? Oh, a bunch. Well, there's a bunch, but uh, you're thinking of is it Kamal? No. 
No, uh, no, Randall Park, who I Randall just worked Park. with. Oh, it's Spider. Randall Park. Randall Park Spider went Park. there. Emil Hirsch was there when I was there. Okay. Kyla Pratt, another. She was there when I was there. A uh, bunch of musicians. Thundercat. Was Thundercat there? Oh, Marion. No, they're older. They're a little bit older than me, but they were. They went to the school. Kamasi Washington, the jazz saxophone. Can't be more clear <laughs> that I'm a 55 year old white guy. <laughs> I'm assuming you like jazz. I'm not gonna know who Thundercat is. David Cassidy went there. David Cassidy. David Cassidy went there. Did not graduate, but he went there. Yeah, right. He didn't graduate. He was too busy being famous. Paula Patton. Uh, oh, she married uh, Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Yeah, Robin. I Thicke's may want right. you to send me this list because the the little story I was going to tell is we were doing some Palms neighborhood type thing, and I heard that Rand, uh, Randall Park had gone to to Hamilton. I was like, we should get him to like help us out, whatever. And then he did. What is that show where uh, uh, this didn't happen, or what, what's the comedian thing? Uh, that new thing. This is not happening. This is not happening. Okay. He tells the story about how he was treated so terribly. That oh. he never wants to think of oh, no. that area of the world oh, ever again. Oh boy! Really? Uh, so funny. thankfully, I did not. I did not follow through on trying to send him an email to, to do it before <laughs> I saw that. So uh, I would love a list of other people who are. Uh, Were you there at the same time as him? No, no, no. He's older than me. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I figured, yeah, 2007. That made me feel very old. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Wait, that, is that what he said? He was class of 2007. Yeah. You know, the year your son was born. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Wait, what? That makes me feel old. He wrote this trivia question that I for sure got wrong. <laughs> uh, there's only one winner, and it's going to be Garen Cockrell. There's no question about it. I'm so it. mad already because um, I, I had that. It was in my grasp to get that. I just couldn't pull that guy's name. Um, I'm not going to be comfortable. Why don't I give you my answer? It's, uh, I don't know if it's going to be fair, but uh, we'll get to it. All right. Oh. Uh, curious. Ellie, what's up? Uh, so, so, um, <laughs> you have a look on your face like you want to say something. Yeah. Well, yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to get, I want to get this answer out. All right, go. So we, we all know Christian, Christian Bale played Batman. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure at some point in his career, he played a barman. Oh, Batman <laughs> barman. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Uh, Love it. Good for you. That's the best I could do. I had Bartman down at first, but then it said film. Because, you know, sometimes yeah. people get their like, Universal Studios. Bartman was that character from The Simpsons. He was, it was, it was actually Bart Simpson, and he was a superhero. He's a superhero. He, yeah. Yeah, was uh, Batman. Bartman's also the name of the guy that dropped the, uh, that uh, foul ball with the Cubs that did yes. not cost them that game, but that poor son of a bitch has been kicked in the face yeah. ever since that day. That's a sad story. It's yeah. a sad, because he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do it. It was the next play yeah. when the ball went through the shortstop's legs that cost him. Yeah. It's a series. There's many chances to win or lose in a series. Yeah. Like, it's not one moment that defines You know what it. that guy did? Exactly what every human being sitting in that seat would have done. They all did. It's coming towards They all did, right? They all reached in. He just happened to touch it, so yeah. he's the asshole. Yeah. And then the guy who was next to him who went, ah, and kind of like knocked it over right. to him, and then he goes, Ugh. that dude was on the on the documentary being like, man, I feel bad for that dude. <laughs> and I'm living my life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he had the good fortune to not have headphones on at the time. Yeah. Right. But everyone like keyed in on it, because he's like such a, an archetype of a, of a baseball fan. Like right. you go to the game, you have your stupid Walkman, and you're listening to the radio while, while you watch, and it's just like, just a little too much of a tryhard, I guess. And people just couldn't take it. But I will say, you know, it's it's sad what happened to his life. But if you want some perspective, this past weekend at a soccer game in Mexico, 17 people were murdered in a riot <laughs> that spilled onto the field. Oh, wow. That's uh, crazy. Where people like fa fans, they call them ultras, like people who are like crazy. Uh, they were running around. Anyone in a shirt from the other team, they would just 
beat them. What the oh shit? My God. Yeah. And that's why I wear my Clipper stuff every day in Los Angeles because I want somebody to test me. <laughs> you want it. I want it. You're ready to go at any given moment. Bring me the ultras, man. I got to do this for the nation, for the Clipper nation. I, I got to do it. I got to do it. Do you t- talk with Billy Crystal at all? Have you guys uh, discussed your love of the Clippers? I never see him at the game. He's never there anymore, huh? Nah. Never, never not there. Who are the who's on the uh, who are the celebs at uh, in the Is Frankie Muniz still there? No, he didn't come out. Um, they're random now because the Clippers are more of a popular team than they were. Right. So now you'll get like last night it was DJ Mustard was in the front row. You told me Mustard was there. Mustard. <laughs> yeah. Was Thundercat DJ, with him? <laughs> Thundercat was not with him, but they have worked together. Uh, what's his name? Who does Bob Iger? Oh, the, the president Disney? of Disney? Yes. The oh, former wow. president of Disney? He's always there. Okay. He likes the Clippers. Oh, interesting. All right. And uh, and do you sit that close? Do you have good... Uh, I do not sit that close. Right. I sit in 106. But my seat relocation event is tomorrow morning. Oh. And I do plan on maybe moving down just a little bit if it's financially responsible because I want to buy my dad a truck. So, like, I have to, like, <laughs> outweigh, like, you're never gonna, you know, I'm not going to go to every game and yeah. if somebody gets injured again, it's going to be hard to sell the tickets because I, I sell a lot of my tickets, but I sit in 106. 106 is, if I'm picturing it, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's not sitting in shit like, seats. We used, uh, my wife's boss used to have Laker season tickets in, like, 217 or something mm-hmm. and that was pretty good that's obviously one up from yeah all the one o's um so yeah that's that i mean that's nice i do i'll tell you this my uh a buddy i worked with on another show has season tickets down in on row b so bef- damn before the number i didn't start. even know there were letters. yeah <laughs> and but it's behind the bench and what b stands for behind the bench no, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> but uh they they warn you they go listen don't complain to us because you can't see the game. Right? Like I don't need to see the game. That's Paul George's ass in my face. <laughs> I don't care about the game. Right? Like, yeah. At that point, like I'm, I, I'll show you some. I'll show you guys some of the pictures when we we're done. It's so crazy sitting down there by them and seeing them, hear them talk, and yeah. everything. Like it's crazy to me. It's, it's and so I get spoiled sitting down there, even though it does take you out of the action because they all stand up when somebody makes a three <laughs> right. and does this. And you go, I, I didn't see it, but it looks like it was good. <laughs> yeah, but not, not only that, but like I'm I'm not a sports, but my dad was very much into UCLA basketball, mm-hmm. so we would go to the games, and then every once in a while he would get seats down there in the in the folding bleachers that are on the floor, and I always hated it because as a kid, like. I can barely like deal with the game as it is, and now I'm at the bottom, and I can't see anything that's right. happening in the game. Yeah, I have no no idea, and I never quite got the appreciation of like what you were just describing of oh the coach is doing this or whatever, and you can kind of see that. All I knew was everybody's standing up, I can't see anything, and even when they're sitting down, there are people's heads in the way yeah. of like mm-hmm. seeing what's going on on the game. So uh, it's 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 neat to hear that that's that that that's why you want that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we could entertain you. <laughs> Come on. No, that you deserve this. You, I, 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 I don't. No, I'm not going to hit it. He, I wasn't trying to make a joke because it, it's not. Yeah, it's not, that's true. It's not even. It's not even ice worthy. It's yeah. just. I don't know what just happened. He wore. He wore me <laughs> was, down. You wore me down. I was trying to connect with another human being. Mm, that's what I know. That's and what, you, that was and the you and you don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, I got to practice somewhere. Uh, yeah, but yeah, let me. You know, <laughs> can, I, can I give you a piece of advice oh. for the future? Brevity. <laughs> Brevity is your friend. That uh, long-winded shit. You're not going to bond with anybody. They're walking well, away. Here's the thing: is that is that it might have been shorter. But you guys were all kind of like, nah. and so I was like, all right, what? Did, wait, wait, maybe if I say this, it'll make it better. All right, yeah. fairness. 
Uh, Fair if, I'm, if I'm mistaken, our friend uh, Cristela Alonso is a Clippers. I was Clippers, about to say, uh, yeah. Do you know Cristela? No. I'm oh, you should know Cristela. She's, she's a, a, she's a, a Clipper uh, season ticket holder, I believe. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she just shot another special for Netflix or somebody, and mm-hmm. she had her own show called Cristela. Yeah, I remember uh, that show. Uh, the, uh, she's wonderful. Great great lady, very funny lady. Yeah. She's also doing that, uh, what is that, uh, Temple show. Yeah. Secrets of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. She's hosting that game show. show. Oh, like Olmec and... Yeah, yeah the old, remember the old show? Yeah. They rebooted they it. They rebooted yeah. it with Crystal Alonzo hosting. That's cool. Matt, what's your... We had a time crunch now, Matt. Yeah. What's your bet? Not your bet. Your, uh, I guess... Yeah. Well, I was I was approaching this like Wordle. Just like <laughs> taking, taking the only name I could think of and then trying to make another name by switching one letter yes. out. So I came up with Bruce... And Bryce. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad guess. Because Maybe he played Bryce. Look it up, Garen, because after you win, look it up, because I want to know if he there could be two answers to this that Oliver just didn't realize. And then we have to split the winnings. <laughs> he he, he might have played a then price. enjoy your 250. Maybe like, no, no, we don't have to split because then it goes to the bet. Oh, right. But but like, look, what does anyone remember his name in uh, Newsies? I can tell you it wasn't Bryce. You don't know it wasn't. Bryce. There's no Bryce in Newsies. What if he? What if his character didn't have a name, but then, like in his mind, he was like, "But you know, that, I consider no. I was, I was <laughs> we do not consider that for this game." Okay, uh, Carl, your guess, please. All right. So, as I have stated multiple times, not a movie guy. Christian uh, Bale, I know him from yelling at that dude, and from American Psycho, which I did not know his name in the movie. So, my guesses are American Psycho and American Michael. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, I went with Batman and uh, the mechanic. So uh, <laughs> that's what I went with. Oh, wait, he was in the mechanic. He was in the mechanic. Yeah. yeah. There's one flaw with uh, your answer. What's that? <laughs> I, I, I hate to point it out, but uh, the mechanic and Batman have more than one letter different. Nope. There's the A. And then, oh, I see what you're saying now. <laughs> yeah. Like if you, if you uh, line them, maybe if you lined them up. Like, I don't know how you wrote them on the No, paper, no, I see it now. You're right. It's like one of them starts with an M and one of them starts with a B. So that could be the one letter. Yeah, but then there's But an then you e, go to the E. And, and there's, okay, there's two. And there's an A. Then there's a C. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's just a bad guess. It's it's like, it doesn't quite line up. I wasn't thinking. My other one was, uh, for my other joke would have been, and joke is very strongly in quotes, <laughs> uh, Batman and Batman, putting the E at the end. Batman. Don't know, didn't know Bateman was an option, or I would have put the E there. Oh, man, you were like unintentionally almost very close. Yeah. Batman, like to Terrence we, Howard saying it. I don't know, I know what you're Batman. impression. What does OJ have to say about that guy? <laughs> OJ. Now, I've seen all these films. I, I had a lot of time on my hands. I'm not going to tell you why. But I, I've seen all of these films. And I, you know, the thing about uh, him, it, his acting, I tell you, I, I took some notes from it myself, especially from that American Psycho flick. I tell you, I really love that one. <laughs> and, you know, some of the things that he did in that movie were, were spectacular. You know, I acted a little bit myself, but I never could lead up to what he did in that film. I'll tell you, I'm just, I'm just saying. Take care. <laughs> oh, Just man. the same care that I fucking love. Uh, all right, let's give you your answer. Let's find out together as we go to that. Uh, go back to the phone as everything in front of me starts rolling off the table. Uh, your answer is we do have a winner. It is American Psycho and American Michael. <laughs> uh, it's Bateman and Batman. If you ever get rid of the Ian Bateman, uh, if you get rid of the Ian Bateman, you get Batman. He played Patrick Bateman in American Psycho and Batman in the Dark Knight Trilogy. They are both based on characters from literature. American Psycho was a book and Batman is, of course, based on comics. Yeah. Um, apparently Oliver had a lot of time to type <laughs> <laughs> so really I, I, I was waiting because sometimes he writes a little joke. No, 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 no joke. Just waiting for really it. just 
uh, information. Information just, that we all have. Yeah. Just trying to connect with people. Does he wake up extra early for school? Because I was the type of kid that woke up five minutes before the bus was outside. Oh, I wish he did. No, yeah, he wakes up at like 6.30. Oh, yeah. No matter what time he goes to bed, it's infuriating. Wow. Like, dude, sleep. Yeah. <laughs> That'll change at some point, right? Like it has you know, that I think, because I... I he, he's maybe a little bit of a late bloomer in terms of his growth, and I was too. And I feel like I was like that until maybe 17, and then I was, like, sleeping all the time. Yeah. Well, I hope uh, hope he does because it's ridiculous. But then, you're, then that'll annoy you. That, Come on. We want to go do something. No, I'll welcome it. <laughs> I guess just go without him. Uh, did yeah. you look up Bryce? Did you ever play? There is no Bryce. You didn't win. You sure. What about, what about Barman? You what, didn't what's win. In that, what's in development? Barman's <laughs> got a better shot than Bryce. What's in development? <laughs> There's no Barman either. Okay. Uh, it was a good guess, though. Uh, he wasn't right. in a cocktail reboot. <laughs> I swear to God, he was. He no. <laughs> what's everybody's bet? 25. Oh, wow. look Shit. at this son of a bitch. 25 with wow. bail. Nice work, dude. Nice well going. Done. Uh, what'd you bet? 16. 16. Matt? I went 20. I thought 20. movies. Carl? Six. Six. That a boy. Nice. Uh, 10 for me. It doesn't matter. We have a we have a right answer, so we have a winner. Yeah, but we still have to announce that for, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, for the website so that uh, people know uh, what's going on and uh, can follow along if, they, if that's what they're doing. <laughs> um, Carl Tart has been our guest. He's got the podcast, The Flagrant Ones. No? Yeah. 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 The Flagrant Ones. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got it right. It sounded wrong in my head. Do you ever think about doing a spinoff podcast called The Flagrant Twos? There's oh. already one out. Andrew Schultz what? has one called The Flagrant Two. What's oh, he doing? Uh, it's on Patreon. It's you like comfortable a- with that? <laughs> uh, you want me to I, shake him down? I don't want no smoke with those guys over there. <laughs> oh, all right. You're just you're you're building up to the big Laker brawl that you guys are gonna <laughs> <laughs> save up. I'm assuming he would be a Knicks fan or something. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know who that is. Who is it? Andrew Schultz, that that comedian. Mm-mm. Oh yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. A New I, York guy apparently. Yeah, he has that East Coast vibe to him. Well, I'll tell you what he has got to me. He's got a thievery vibe to me. <laughs> I've never even heard of this guy until seconds ago, but he's a thief as far as I'm concerned. They may have had it before us. I don't know. Maybe we stole it. No, they couldn't have There's it. no way There's no way that they would have checked, would have took two. But I think it's his version of a basketball podcast. And I'm assuming he's a Knicks fan. We, I, the Clippers played the Knicks last night, and Knicks fans are here in L.A., okay. and they are just as obnoxious as they would be anywhere else. I, 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 I can believe it. It's just like Yankees fans. Yeah. The same thing. That's yeah. every L.A. sport uh like major sport there's so many transplants in la mm-hmm. that no matter what game you go to you're gonna see like 30 percent of the other team's fans yeah. in there especially like i used to go to i i uh lived in boston for a while and like uh, friends from boston we would go to like the times when the uh there was a, like an interleague play i guess it was like the red sox playing the dodgers and it was like half and half i felt like it yeah was, it was crazy yeah, it, it it definitely, the transplants come out, and they come out in droves. And Knicks fans are, you know, I got to give it to them. Knicks fans, Boston fans, like, they really love their squads. And they show up. Yeah. The Clippers have had the cockiness beaten out of us <laughs> by the Lakers. So when our team is not doing well, we're there to support, and we're just like, hey, guys, right. we're still proud of you. We appreciate it. We're not getting too crazy. They beat us last night. And Knicks fans are going, bing bong, motherfucker, fuck that, yeah, motherfucker. And it's like, bro, y'all are not making the playoffs. Y'all are not going to the play. This game is not going to help you get to the playoffs. You're not going. Why are y'all acting like this? Like, when did that bing bong thing start, by the way? 
it. That's, I, I first heard it in that in the TikToks with the, oh, okay. the guy doing the street interviews, which are very funny. Yeah, New I don't York know is a wild place. I don't know if I've seen that. This, I guess, is the, is the noise of the the doors, the doors subway yeah. doors closing. We have to go. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, Carol, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. A so pleasure. And, and, and again, I can't stress enough how much uh, people should watch your show. Thank the you. The Grand Crew. It, uh, it's just called Grand Crew, but it is it's it's a home run. It's absolutely yeah. terrific, and you're great on it, and people should watch it. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you. Because so I heard the ratings aren't hot, <laughs> uh, so let's get them hot. Let's get the yeah. Pardo bump mm. for uh, Grand Crew. Uh, everybody else, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting. I uh, really appreciate the, the, all of that. So on behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, look at over there. There's Garen Cockrell behind Video Village. That's Elliot Hoper, the Honcho Matt Belknap, our friend Carl Tart. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2022, Never Not Funny, LLC. find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader